house was forty four thousand dollars hey a pound of potato five pounds of potatoes was a buck <laughs> and get them potatoes get them potatoes not not ireland not- <laughs> what was the potato famine that was like was that the 80s no oh. no god no <laughs> I, th- I thought they had a potato famine like, in the 80s yeah, maybe 1880s <laughs> <laughs> i was getting my 80s mixed up yeah. No, 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 no. But there certainly wasn't a famine of film at the box office. 1986's Tour de Force. Apparently. Top Gun. Top Gun. We're talking Top Gun, baby. Top gun. We have Top to say it as many times as I say it in the movie, which is Top about Top Gun. 5, I, I'm going to get a black hat that just has Top Gun written on it. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, movie when he's in the diner and he has the hat that's clearly facing just as <laughs> Top Gun. It's, it's the same thing as, yeah, they said the title of the movie. Yeah, Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun. I, I think my favorite, <laughs> I think my favorite saying the title of the movie, now all the Lord of the Rings movies do a very funny job of it, but before that, before Lord of the Rings, there was clear and present danger when the president's sitting there, the dude from the thing, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, we have to be careful, we have a very... Clear and present danger. <laughs> and like, basically looks in the camera. Or, or like in Lord of the Rings. The first one they say, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Looking in the camera. And then then they also say, Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Another major news event of 1986 was the Chernobyl disaster. So mm. yeah, it's putting you where we're at. Uh, yeah. Cold War is still raging on. Oh, yeah. Uh, hence. happens all about that. Hence that the... the, the Start of the movie, and it's book ended with the Cold War. With while the, the yeah, while the middle is just a bunch of bros doing bro things. <laughs> I realize it's basically like a high school movie, but <laughs> they're pilots because they they're in school. The whole the but they're top, already pilots. Yeah, which I didn't really realize. I'm like, wait, why are they? In yeah, school? no, they're not they going. To, they're not going to school to. They're going to be Top Gun. To, yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to school to be pilots. They're going to school to be <laughs> Top Gun. Better pilots. <laughs> And the I Top love, Gun. I love that the whole point of it is to be the best. It's not just yeah. to like graduate. It's yeah. I have to be the best yeah. of the best and only of the one... best, best, best. Or like, else yeah. this is all for nothing. One dude gets to be the best, <laughs> and I'm going to be that yeah. too. They all have like a gunner in the back seat. He's just he doesn't I, get I, he doesn't get the trophy. I don't know what they do. Yeah, apparently I think they just freak out. They get the they, yeah they freak out, and <laughs> I'm assuming they fire the tow cable to. To trip the ATATs. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, maybe, some, maybe some navigating. Yeah. If uh, someone's gonna die, it's them. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so so yeah. Top Gun is what we're talking about today. 1986. Yes. Uh, the 80s was 
A pivotable, 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 pivotable. I know how to sum up the eighties. Yeah. The eighties was the eighties. No, it, <laughs> it was pivotal time for Hollywood because uh, they needed to create new stars. Mm-hmm. All of the sort of golden age Hollywood guys were now the old men in film. That's true. Yeah, and they needed to create sort of the next generation of film stars. Kirk Douglas wasn't pulling in the box office numbers no, he used to. No, so eighties in particular is where you start seeing a lot of what would become. You know, the Hollywood royalty that still to this day are still box office major draws. Well, and, um, you know, in movie terms, it takes years and years to do anything. Yeah. And this is still in the wake of Star Wars. Yes. Where they realized the young market. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this movie's very Star Wars. This is, this is, this is smack dab. In, like, we are now officially in the uh, system of the blockbuster as opposed yeah, to, yeah. you know, we're, we're sort of past the era of the studio film. Yep. Um, now it's just, we need to create stars and they, they're, they're I mean, it, most of the stars of today were born out of the eighties. Yeah. Uh, all the top, big top box office draws are sort of coming. I mean, you got Tom Cruise in this one, you know, and, and Val Kilmer, and Val Kilmer, who and, may and not Meg be, a, Ryan. Meg Ryan is in this. <laughs> uh, Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Tom, uh, yeah. Anthony Edwards Jr. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of big yeah. actors in this. I mean, maybe not huge, but you know. Yeah. No. Uh, accomplished actors. Yeah. All, all, all these actors that would go on to do some. And Val, yeah. Val Kilmer looked exactly like this until like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, he doesn't even look any younger. Yeah. Maybe he's like two pounds thinner. <laughs> but he looks but, exactly the same. Yeah. And, and so this isn't Tom Cruise. This is early Tom Cruise. This is like his fifth or sixth movie at this point. Uh, and it wasn't. And this is like his first like. Star. Starring. Well, did Risky Business already come out? Uh, I think Risky Business. Let's find out. Shall I? Because he did that, all the right moves. And yeah. Uh, I know how the show's going to go. We're yeah. going to talk about how much we love Tom Cruise. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Legend was 85. All the right moves was 83. Uh-huh. Risky Business was 83. So uh, The Outsiders is 83. Oh, jeez. 83 was the year of Tom Cruise. 83 was the year of Tom Cruise. Little did we know yeah. what was being created. And then 86 is where Tom Cruise becomes... Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. The first wave of Tom Cruise. Yes. I mean, Risky Business was already a big movie, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but he could have just been your average yeah. teenager. All, the right, all the right moves doesn't necessarily have the sort of staying power no. as some of his other stuff. But Risky Business... You only know because it it's a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Risky Business is definitely one of the ones that has sort of stood the test of time a little more yeah, than yeah. some of the stuff. But 86, Top Gun, is where Tom Cruise gets built into Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because everything after that is, you know box office hit after box office hit i mean you like the same year the color of money comes out oh. uh cocktail comes out after that uh, and you have rain man born on the fourth of july days of thunder yeah because rain i think rain man's his first was a big stepping stone for him because that's that's a dramatic role yeah and before that you know in, yeah in a, in a more grown-up movie yeah and, and then once you hit the 90s is where he grows from this this character to you know the, the Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Cruise. Cruise yeah. because that's when you start getting um, few good men and like the firm, yeah, yeah, and and, and um, then like Mission, Mission like, Impossible, like Jerry Maguire, mid two thousands, late two thousands, when he becomes the Tom Cruise now, the, the modern Tom Cruise, he just makes action, he just makes these like weird action action thrillers as we were joking about <laughs> earlier. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just these giant action movies. Yeah. And Minority Report. Yeah, he hasn't really done like the dramatic stuff. Lately, I think the last one of Lions and Men or some shit. And it looked good, but it wasn't supposed to be good. Mice and Men. Right? No, that's no. something different. Uh, I mean, Valkyrie. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of more of an action Or feels like an action movie. It is absolutely not. It's, it's a thriller. <laughs> it's, a politi- <laughs> no, it's, it's not an action it's movie. It's a political thriller. It's, it's a, a very exciting it's, movie. <laughs> 
Made by one of the most terrible men who ever made a movie. <laughs> but we're going to forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. once, I think, because uh, Mr. Possible 1 came out and that was just another movie. And then 2 was this big Mission, thing that was terrible. Mission Impossible had that sort of thing because, what, when did Mission Impossible come out? 94 90, or 5. Jesus, really? Yeah, it was a while ago. Jesus, and, then, and then three... 96. Damn it. <laughs> 96. So, I mean, look at... I mean, 90, I mean, if you put it in the context of Mission Impossible when it came out, because that was sort of my thought process, was like, yeah. 96, uh, that genre was kind of... I mean, James Bond... I mean, GoldenEye was just... GoldenEye was 94. 94. Or 5. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe 96. No, it was one of those. Um, <laughs> it was one of the first things that I said. You're, you're going to make me look up Goldeneye. 95. <laughs> See, I knew so, it. So, like, that genre was just sort of back. Like, it wasn't, yeah, didn't really exist. Yeah, it was revamped. It made sense. Made it, Saint and yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. Not the comic book. And uh, I'm sure it was the a British bunch of others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, the original yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible was sort of a plug-and-play franchise since you already had the kind of concept in in place from the show it doesn't really it, it, it only has the very basics of the show yeah just the with, idea with the idea of like you know and the whole like you're gonna get your mission through a self-destructing yeah, set yeah. tape and all that kind of nonsense well, well, also tv shows were they were making movies of tv shows at that time too. yeah so impossible kind of came yeah out right. it, it just was perfect lineup and it was i mean people liked mission impossible when it came out oh yeah it was it, a big movie it was uh i love that movie uh Mission Impossible came in like Mission Impossible ended up doing this thing that like bef- like the Fast and the Furious did well before the Fast and the Furious did that where it sort of like reinvented itself at a point like yeah. Mission Impossible 1 was popular people liked it people saw it action thriller yeah Mission Impossible 2 it's just a garbage giant action movie it sucks because I like John Woo so much but he cannot make an American movie to save his life <laughs> and that movie's terrible like Tom Cruise is obnoxious in that yeah. movie yeah it's just yeah Tom Cruise was going through something back then <laughs> he's uh, like look at my hair yeah it's touching my shoulder yeah this, isn't it gorgeous yeah this is natural <laughs> look how cool i am uh mission possible three is where things started sort of yeah like, that's it, like, like the first one of what it became yeah and, and then by the time you get to four is where it's just now it's it's a, it's a super franchise yeah yeah and yeah um and they're all good except for two yeah yeah Three does that thing that I absolutely hate where it starts off with a piece of the ending yeah. to ruin all the suspense that happens for two hours until you yeah. get to that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like three, but it's not as No, it, it's, it's cool. It's fine. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, two's terrible. I, I, yeah, I, I recently awesome. saw two again. Yep. Uh, because like, well, maybe I just yeah. negatively remember it because it was like a disappointment then. Yeah. Like, it was because I, I remember it's like I remember it had some cool action set pieces. But then I'm watching it and I'm like, there's not even any cool action set no, pieces in it. It's all bad. Like yeah. the motorcycles and then they like crash into each other at 100 miles an hour yeah. and they're fine. And then he like steps on the gun and it flies into his hand and you're like, yeah. he didn't even like scoop it. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. It was bad. Yeah, like, I yeah, I thought I might like it just as the crappy one. Yeah. But no, it was just no, terrible. There was nothing to really, yeah. There's nothing, nothing happens until the last half an hour. Yeah. There's like a giant wall of action. Yeah. And then they do the mass thing like every other scene to the point where you're like, yeah. I'm not even going to trust who anybody is. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got, you got, uh, 1986. We'll go back to 1986. Back, 86. back, back to the 80s. Apparently, uh, our next show will be Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to talk about. It. We'll do like one of the weird ones too. We'll just won't even go to like the first one. We're just gonna do like Mission Impossible Four and just like. <laughs> 
that, that might be the best one. I, I think so, too. Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol's so good. Yeah, the new one was really good, too. I really like the new one. Yeah. Uh, Fallout? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, I guess I'd be like the first one. That one's... Yeah. That one has one of the best scores yeah. of all time. Uh, so... Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, call it Mission Impossible. Top Gun, directed by Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Brother of Ridley Scott, the, one of the most prolific filmmakers of all time. And Tony Scott is... Yeah. Tony Scott's a he's fine. Tony Scott's a Hollywood director. Yeah, he's not really going out to he's not going out to make a point very, more often than not. Uh, he's fine. I mean, like I'm trying to think. Uh, Days of Thunder, another Tom which Cruise which I just movie. watched actually with Cole Trickle. <laughs> uh, uh, I only remember it's Cole Trickle because there's a very real NASCAR racer back in that time where he was doing it uh. named Dick Trickle. <laughs> And is that his real name? That's yes. It's it's Richard Trickle, but he went by Dick because Why not? might as well own it if you're gonna have it. So was his nickname Come? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's funny because yesterday when I watched Top Gun in preparation for this, uh, earlier in the day, unbeknownst that I was gonna be watching Top Gun, I watched Kingdom of Heaven, which is <laughs> one of Ridley Scott, one of, one of Ridley's best, <laughs> and it was pretty funny. If you ever needed to compare these two, these brothers. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to run down some of it. Like, so his first movie as a director was The Hunger. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It is a um, it is a like gothic vampire movie, but it's very well known because it is very uh, the Grand Cinema, our little local yep. art house theater. Yep. They ran it during uh, LGBTQ Week last year, mm. so it's very like. It's very much that genre of mm. of thing. Um, so that's his first movie. Ridley's first movie, The Duelist. Yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did Beverly Hills Cop 2. I haven't seen that. I've only seen the first one. Uh, uh, the Last Boy Scout. Oh. That movie's pretty good, and then yeah. it just kind of falls apart. Uh, True Romance. I'm okay on that movie. Crimson Tide. Yeah. Know, that's uh, fine. The Fan. I, I like The Fan. I haven't even seen that I one. I like The Fan. Enemy of the State. Another fine movie. Just man, just man on fire. I do love man, I on, do fire. Love man yeah. on fire. Yeah, I do love man on fire. I gotta yeah. give, uh, let's yeah. see, Domino, then I give a crap about Domino, Deja Vu, The Taking of Pelham 123 remake, which is okay. I didn't see it. Uh, Unstoppable being his last movie before his untimely uh, suicide. Suicide. Threw himself off a bridge. I, I, I did see Unstoppable, and uh, it's stoppable. It yeah. was a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was like <laughs> speed on a. Yeah. Train and it was yeah. like really stupid. I mean, good actors. Chris Pine's great and yeah. Denzel Washington's great, yeah. but it was just a terrible movie. He was also the producer for the A Team remake that came out that same year. I actually saw that in the theater. Me too, but I, I took that mostly as a joke because uh, I, I took my to. I took my dad because so the thing that's always the family joke uh, is my dad was a big fan of the A Team show mm. growing up, and when I was born, uh, he missed an episode of the A Team while I was being born. Uh, so it's because it's it's always been sort of the joke. So when, obviously, when the A Team movie came out, it was like we're going to go see the A Team. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to see it because uh, my wife's grandpa. I think he died, or maybe it was he was in the hospital or something, and so she just wanted to go see something that was fun and dumb. And uh, I'll agree with the second. It was one, definitely but not dumb. The, not the first one. So I, 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 I had no choice but to go see the A Team. I did. The I did like. Liam Neeson in that 
he did a good job at being the, the main character. Mm. But everything else... Of course, he's Liam Neeson. Yeah, he's Liam Neeson. Even if, even if it's a bad movie, he's the best part of it most oh, of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's always great. That's what's funny about good actors and bad yeah. movies is they're always good. Yeah, Tom Cruise suffers from that th- same thing. Like, oh, yeah. Even if the movie's bad, Tom Cruise tends to be... Yeah, they're bad. They're usually... Yeah. It's not always still going to be good. Yeah, but um, you know this is this is a this is the We're epitome of a Jerry Bruckheimer production. <laughs> uh, this is when Don Simpson was still alive. Don Simpson was still doing his thing, and he was doing it with Bruckheimer. And yeah, this is absolutely a Bruckheimer production, man. This is, <laughs> this is before he hit a stride. Yeah, because once this, when him and Michael Bay got hooked up, that was like a match yeah. made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like. Let's let's go to. Uh, well, it's funny with this movie because it starts off just like Days of Thunder. Yeah. It starts off fine, yeah, and then this is kind of the middle where they're just kind of hanging out, going to school. There's the big love story where he's into her, and then she's coming on to him, and he's like, "Nah," <laughs> and then she tries again, and he's like, "Nah." Yeah, and then they have that like weird car chase, and then they finally do it when they're just licking each other's faces. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then like the middle of the Maverick struggle is like. You gotta listen to the rules, man. Yeah, he's like, man, how am I gonna overcome this obstacle? Listen yeah. to my orders. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the weird. Yeah, we'll get to some of that in a minute, but let's let go through some Bruckheimer shit. Uh, so eighty-three, he flash dance, was sort of the kickoff. Of mm, okay, but um, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, he did that. Okay, yeah, That's... one and two, Days of Thunder, obviously Top Gun, The Ref, Bad Boys. Crimson Tide, Dangerous Minds, The Rock, Con Air, Armageddon, Enemy of the State, Gone in 60 Seconds, Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, uh, and then the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, mm. King Arthur movie, National Treasure. Like, um, did he went to TV? He did NCIS? Or yeah, whatever, yeah. He was, if you go to TV, uh, yeah, uh, he's the executive producer of The Amazing Race. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what else. CSI. Yeah, yeah. CSI ones without a trace, cold case. Uh, let's see, anything else that's go- that's really gonna more CSI, yeah. Lucifer, which I think is still running. Oh yeah, yeah. just like uh, all the TV shows. That's why I've been told to watch, but so many goddamn TV shows, I can't keep up with them. I guess there's a show that he's the executive producer for for NBC. The project co-led by Dwayne Johnson about the '80s pro wrestling boom. So, hmm. okay, and that the Cocaine Cowboys thing that's coming to HBO. I'm pretty sure Jerry Bruckheimer knows all about cocaine. <sighs> Boy, <laughs> yeah, he's just—he is absolutely the epitome of like the. He is—he is producing. He is putting the money yeah. behind those big, loud, expensive movies. Yeah, like this movie's not cheap. Top no. Gun, there's no way you make this movie the way you do it on no. the cheap. Because the aerial footage is impressive. Yeah. It's very cool. A uh, $15 million budget in 1986. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, just the planning that yeah. goes into that and the jets. And, yeah. They, and there's cool shots. You have to make a movie like this with complete cooperation from yeah. the Navy yeah. in this particular situation. Yeah. And they do. They thank everyone on it. And there's, they, they get plenty of script changes and notes and stuff because like well that's not how this would work and like the main characters switched from being like uh had they had to switch the the love interest to be um an independent contractor because she's she's a civilian in it she's not 
because you if she was like a, another student or another like military member yeah they they're uh top guys were kicked out i mean you can, there's no fraternizing amongst yeah uh people in the, i mean legally Mm-hmm. we know better yeah, yeah. in reality oh, yeah they're like but that, they're like, not going to promote anything like no, that no. especially if you're having this from the... oh they're like that yeah they won't yeah. let you use their stuff if you're gonna have this in the movie yeah. or whatever yeah so stuff like that so yeah so yeah 50 million dollar budget uh <laughs> yes it, it's it is definitely a cold war movie Oh yeah. Uh, your opening of it is they're they're doing. Uh, they're not fighting. They're, they're not looking, fighting. They're almost fighting. Yeah. Cold. Very cold war. Very cold war. It's, there's, <laughs> it's, it's it's the definition of cold war. Uh, no fighting. But they they but like yeah they they're like they have to investigate uh, that MIG that's there. They like intercept the MIG. Oh yeah yeah. That shows up. He sees in the cockpit. Yeah. Because of his Mavericking. His Mavericking, where he's able to. Uh, he 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 does a lateral inversion above the MIG and you have um oh I always forget yeah, a goose takes the Polaroid, which is Oh good. that's right, for some reason. Uh, yeah. I was they were communicating, I was giving him hand signals. Cl- classic like um yeah. aerial fighting um dialogue where like a lot of woos and hollers yeah. and snippy dialogue. Snippy dialogue and a lot of just like intense <laughs> Full face cuts back and forth between different locations, uh, and of course the best military kind of stuff where they always cut to the people smoking cigarettes, watching monitors. Strickland, yeah, Strickland is sitting. They're all just like, yeah, they're they're just like all super tense, and sweaty as fuck. Everyone is just sweating buckets. I'm like, did they not have air conditioning in the 80s, or are they like trying to show that it's really hot? Because everywhere when they're in school. Yeah. When they're in the bar, when they're everywhere, they're just dripping with sweat. Uh, well, when they're in, they're in the middle of the desert in California, so yeah. I, I can't, but usually in movies, you don't see them sweating. Yeah. My my wife said uh, maybe um, Tony Scott loves sweat like Ridley Scott loves smoke. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, mean, I want to see him glistening. I yeah. want to see him shiny. Yeah, I mean, look at his. Like I said, his first movie is an LGBTQ icon movie, so he just wants them to all he wants all of his cast to be glistening at all times. Well, when you look at this movie it's a chick movie it is four girls it, it is, is not a dude it's movie. so funny because I, I it's been it hasn't been that long since i've seen top gun but every time you start watching it you're like the, like i don't know like the love plot in it is the most nonsensical <laughs> yeah. like it, it definitely feels like it was just like gotta get it in there They're like, make this it movie's for- only 45 minutes yeah <laughs> just like in days of thunder yeah where it's like just kind of has this Love yeah. story for some reason. Yeah, uh, the which I hate. I mean, love stories are fine, but I hate it when they just are in there just to have them in there. Yeah, and that's what this movie does. So, so wait, did we say we're talking about this movie because we don't like it? I mean, yeah, for yeah, we don't like. I there's, it's I, not, it's I, not the worst movie, yeah. but it's definitely yeah. does not deserve the popularity and the acclaim that it gets. Yeah. I, and, and, and it was a while for us to find a movie that we both felt the same yeah. on. Like, there was one movie I hated and you were like, I don't really care. Like, you're yeah. like, I don't like it. And then there's movies that, yeah, you like and I don't and yeah. then the other way around. Yeah. Usually I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> top, top, top Gun is one of, like, it, it, I... Sitting down and watching it, I just hated listening to everybody in this movie. Yeah, because they're all, so obnoxious. Yeah, everyone sucks. In that forced, like, friendship. Yeah, none never, of it... it rarely it, comes across. None of it... Even... Even... 
the the goose maverick relationship in this comes across as so insincere throughout yeah. the entire movie yes. that you almost like when goose dies <laughs> it, it, it almost doesn't feel like it's anything <laughs> Like, yeah. Tom Cruise just all of a sudden has this complete breakdown over something that is like, uh, we didn't even know he had a family until he said something the previous scene before he died. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, they yeah, show up. I know, show I know. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just it's saying. It's funny, they like, show up and they're talking about how, how great they're doing, and you're like, hey, he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because um, uh, Dreamcatcher suffers from this of trying to have these guys be long friends and they're yeah. just like laughing and making all yeah. these jokes and it just like you said yeah. feels yeah. insincere and kingdom of heaven which i shouldn't have watched that before this movie <laughs> please can we just not talk about kingdom well, of heaven well, throughout well. this whole thing there's so there's so there's no- so many good things to say about that movie <laughs> well because that one because there's Liam neeson's group in the beginning and you get the sense of them being friends because they kind of make uh jokes making fun of the other guy yeah just like but and you can do that with friends and yeah. i was like that's the way to do it right there yeah no this movie is just this movie Back is just, to Top Gun. This the Top Gun is just a bunch of bros like ribbing on each other nonstop. <laughs> yeah, like endless. You're like, like, wait, they're just training this whole fucking time. Yeah, there's nothing at risk. Yeah, so so <laughs> what sets up the movie is that MIG scene, Cougar. One of the pilots is oh, it's so the dude sh- Christine, right? Yeah, yeah. So shaken up by the whole thing that he like turns in his wings. Couldn't he, la- he couldn't land it. Couldn't land it. He had to have the Maverick has to be a Maverick by going back, by guide them down to the yeah, going back, pad. going back out there. Aircraft carrier. Yeah, going back out there. Even though they have low fuel too, we can't make it, but they do it. I'm just such a Maverick. But so good when they get mad at Tom Cruise for not following orders. I want to be like, why do you just have to be such a Maverick? Yeah, it's so funny because it's always the same. Like, uh, like it, whenever they do like the McGarnacle stuff on like The Simpsons <laughs> or whatever, it's yeah. like. Well, McCarnagle, he's the kid's dead. <laughs> You're such a. He's like, hey, I'm trying to eat lunch or whatever yeah, it says. Yeah. I'm trying. To eat. He just cuts him with a big sandwich. Uh, and, or the uh, the Mendoza. Oh, Mendoza, that's my favorite. Uh, it's all that Simpsons kind of nonsense where it is like you're a loose cannon maverick you don't play by the rules but damn it you're the best and that's what the entire movie is that because what happens is is that um, Cougar follow orders I don't know if I can even fucking do that yeah like cause cause like Maverick is like so, so Cougar is the best but he gets so shaken that he resigns so it just moves. Then, then Tim Robbins is just left on his own. Yeah, Tim Robbins, he never. Yeah, he's, he's done for. It's like, well, you're screwed, my buddy. Uh, you, you ain't got nobody anymore, so you're not even going the Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. So uh, then you have Tom Cruise and uh, Scarrett. <laughs> yeah, Tom Scarrett. Tom is fucking great. Yeah, he is such a good actor. He's. He really just he's is natural as he's, hell. Better in this movie than Tom Cruise is. Yeah. I like him more. Oh, yeah. I like Goose more than Maverick in this movie. <laughs> he's very he's very personable and charming, and he's the only one that, like, seems like... Because, like, th- there's that scene that's, Wait, like... You mean Scarrot? Scarrot, yeah. Viper. Viper. Because <laughs> then at the end with the credits, that yeah. Viper with Tom Scarrot, yeah, that name Scarrett. just does not match yeah. that mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I like him in this movie. He's very personal. And even, um... Goose is yeah. kind of more enjoyable than Tom Cruise in this. He's also the same thing. He's very personable. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, Tom, yeah, Tom Cruise's character sucks. <laughs> he sucks so 
bad in this. I can't listen he's to my a, orders. Yeah, he's a butthole who won't listen to anything anyone's saying. He abandons his his uh, partners out there at, at any given thing. Oh yeah, yeah, at any given time. And then he, I love that he's gonna quit even though he can graduate. Yeah, like why won't you just graduate and then not go forward? Yeah. I, I, Which I, I don't get. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so 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 we gotta we gotta catch back up. So oh, yeah. so I'm jumping to the end of the movie. Yeah. So so yeah. So by so with Cougar thrown in his wings, it it moves uh, Goose and Maverick up up the ranks to being the best by default. Now, default <laughs> default. <laughs> um, and so now they get to. Like, but we need so you know. Then you get the whole like, we're going to Top Gun, Top Gun, Top, top gun, gun, Top, top gun. gun. That first room scene where they're in the class and they say Top Gun so many fucking times. Yeah, you're gonna get the trophy if you win. You get yeah. a trophy if you're, you win this. You're gonna be on the Top Gun wall. It, it, you there's there's zero percent like understanding of what's <laughs> going on at any given time during this like that's true schooling situation because <laughs> you you never really there's only one real scene where you see what they're really doing and it's oh, the yeah. and, and it's the scene where they've got like the weird like atari vector graphics on oh, the screen yeah. showing all of the maneuvers that they were doing uh, yeah. and all that stuff and showing it's like you do he's like this is the worst move you can make but you did it yeah. you're a maverick <laughs> She's like, she's like, you break all the rules, but damn it, I respect you. Yeah, that's, that's like, but everyone, damn it, you're the best. Everyone absolutely hates Tom Cruise, but can't get enough of him in this movie. He's the poochie of this movie. <laughs> and then him and um, Iceman's rivalry, like, I don't really feel like they hate each other. They're like, I think Iceman's supposed Man, to, yeah. but they don't. Iceman, res- just like everyone else, Iceman respects him, Yeah, but damn it, you play by your own rules. <laughs> He's like, I can't trust you out there. Yeah. <laughs> just Malcolm's wiener voice. I just, oh, man. That, that's my favorite one. He's like, I love he's like that's right. I am dangerous. And then, then he bites. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> that's him crunching ice right yeah, there. I, yeah. I love, I love Valcomer. He was great in this. It's funny at He's the end, only in it for like yeah. 10 minutes collectively, I think. <laughs> well, it's funny at the end when he's flying and he's yelling. Yeah. Because my wife was like, oh, it's funny that he's yelling. I'm like, that's Valcomer? Like, because he's always so quiet when he talks and him yelling doesn't even sound like him. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> I didn't know it was him. I'm like, that is Sam. That is, t- that is, that is Valerie Comer. Yeah. That's not his real name. I just, I was always imagine it's short for Valerie. <laughs> just goes from a cool name Val to a big pussy name Valerie. Yeah. Uh, the, but yeah. Speaking of Valcom, we're gonna give a shout out to Spartan. <laughs> that's where we're at now. That movie's badass. There you go. I think I haven't seen it in a while. I hope um, it's good. It's uh. I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth on Spartan. Yeah. Don't, it, don't don't get too excited. It's not about the Spartans. No. Let's remember the Spartans. Remember the. Uh, <laughs> um. That's uh, what's the, the CIA? The, the 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 love interest is Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Which is just funny because it's like... Of Witness fame? Yeah, like like Witness and Top Gun fame, Kelly McKillis, and yeah. like everything else. It's like <laughs> She's the perfect like 80s chick where she's yeah. like kind of good looking yeah. and kind of mannish. And you're like, how did this pass for like the super babe? Yeah. And she's not bad looking, but yeah. <laughs> you know, they like, but like, like how hot she is. You're like, eh. I can't like, after this movie... She doesn't do anything. I mean, it's all no. she does stuff, but it's like then she, she got just, fat. No, I'm just <laughs> but like, like I think like one of the last movies that I remember her in was there was this like 
horror movie like mm. 10 years ago called the innkeepers that she was in uh, and then was like, she, she fucks up a couple times her uh, british accent comes through it, it, <laughs> and i was <laughs> like i expect this from carrie ellis but nobody else or um what's his face sam worthless ten from uh avatar <laughs> he's like a motherfucker can't keep an accent to save his life <laughs> and, uh, and avatar sucks yeah we, yeah. we were going to do Avatar because we both hate that movie, but I didn't want to ha- watch half want to have to watch yeah this all two and a half hours of Avatar. Uh, Top Gun is still two hours, but at least it goes down smooth because yeah. it moves at a very like breakneck speed. It's not cringeworthy. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, Avatar, yeah. where you're just like James Cameron. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, uh, Anthony Edwards is goose. He's um, like, I want I'm a Titanic. I don't have to try ever again. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Anthony Edwards is uh, Goose. And I, 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 I love the first second of this movie. Just yeah. starts up with the just so eighties, just right from the beginning. I okay in the big music video in the beginning. Yeah, this movie is just jam packed with music. That's why the soundtrack is like nine time platinum. There's several music videos in this movie. Yeah, the the volley the the famous volleyball scene is its own music video. Oh god, the what the fuck is up with the volleyball scene? Just showing they're just they're just playing with the boys. Man, just out there, they they got they got on wide, and they got their braces on. Yeah, like they play volleyball all the time. Yeah, and they're just sweating and just what, being what sexy, else? looking at their watch. What else are you gonna do? A pickup game of basketball? No, volleyball. They're, they're playing shuffleboard. Yeah, <laughs> just darts. It's 1986. There's no Nintendo that they're gonna sit down and play. It's I mean, so... there is, but the, the, these adults aren't gonna touch a Nintendo. And it's not like you go to the scene for, like, five seconds. It's, yeah. like, five minutes. It's the, it's the entirety of playing with the boys. Uh, while, uh, it, like, yeah, it's the entire song. It is a music video for that song. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do love this soundtrack. I, un, unabashedly... <laughs> Well, uh, another great thing about the volleyball scene, the double high five. Yeah. Which they do a lot. Yes. They do it many, many times. If you're Top Gun, you can successfully pull that high five off every time. Because <laughs> I've pulled it off like three times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if you're Goose and Maverick, you can get that high five. Yeah. Another great line worth mentioning is um, one of the times when Maverick, Mavericks and uh, one of the his superiors is mad and he's like, <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> Can I get their butts? I want butts. It's funny because they swear a lot in this movie. Yeah, but this like is, he said, I, I want yeah. butts. Yeah, I, yeah. I, who knows what what was going on with that? <laughs> like, okay, we have to. We okay. Uh, the MPAA came back, and we need to cut out a couple of it. <laughs> Ass just sounds really homosexual, so yeah. let's cut that out. <laughs> we don't want to look like we're condoning or sympathizes in any way with the homosexual movement. Yeah. We don't want to condone AIDS. So, so, yeah, so 1986, we still don't, it's, I think it's still called Grids at this point. The movie was? No, they said AIDS. We don't want to condone AIDS. Oh, they call it Grids? Yeah, it was Grids for gay-related immune, oh. immune, <laughs> uh, immune disease. I forgot about that. Yeah. If I ever knew it. Uh, <laughs> that homo disease. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> what do we got? I'm looking at the soundtrack right now. Uh, it's so good. Uh, you got... You got you got two Kenny Loggins tracks, mm. which is Danger Zone. The, the, yeah, the if it's you walk not, away from that movie, you know that song. Yeah, I play it like five times. Yeah, it, it's funny because it's not the theme of Top Gun because no. Top Gun has its own separate theme. It has a score. It's very pop. I love the actual Top Gun theme. 
Yeah. It's I the, know the love theme. Yeah. The bom 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 which they start and stop like five times at one point. When the movie decides that they need a love story and they just focus on that. Bom 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 bom. It's like that synth bass. Yeah. Sounds like it has a whammy bar on it or something. Um bom. <laughs> The 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 uh the big song from this one was "Take My Breath Away" by Berlin. Berlin. It's the it, it's the actual it's like the winner song. It's like the, mm. the love theme between the two. But but it's got Cheap Trick on there. Got the Miami Sound Machine, Lover Boy, Otis Redding. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Apparently great... that song has emotional ties to his mom. Yeah. Or his dad or whatever. Uh, that's very, very depressing of having this, telling the story of having his mom just listen to Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. I love it at the end when she plays that song that he sings to her. Really shittily, by the way. Yeah. And then he walks up to the jukebox. He's like, wait a minute, this song playing now? That has to mean something. Yeah. And then he walks over and she steps out from where he just was. Like, she's a serial killer. You're like, she was, was she like hunkered down behind the garbage can? How did he not see her? Yeah, she, boy, she's, she's a, uh, Top Gun Maverick needs to be about the fact, like, she's hunting him down because. <laughs> yeah, that's that car chase. She's a serial killer. Yeah, that car chase for some reason. Yeah, that was You're so like, good. man, talk about how sexually aggressive. Yeah, that was so good. She she almost kills like five people. <laughs> just so she can talk to Maverick. Just so she can talk to Maverick. So she can tell him that uh, he was reckless, but goddammit, he's the best. Goddammit, you don't play by the rules, Maverick! <laughs> but <laughs> goddammit, I respect you, and you're the best. I took that line from Anchorman, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what does he say to Ron Burgundy? He's like, I may not like you, but damn it, I respect you. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it's the, yeah I mean, but that's, the, that's the heart of this movie. Yeah, for some reason. The, the, the entire middle of the movie is <laughs> a bunch of people in in school, top in, 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 top, in Top Gun school, uh, being really good at flying. and Competing for a Top Gun. Competing for Top Gun. <laughs> the class is called Top Gun, but you want to be Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, being Top Gun is a Top Gun. Yes, yeah, the Top Gun of the Top Guns. It'd be, it'd be like if the Super Bowl champions were or, called NFL. Yeah, <laughs> or, else your names in, or else your names in the ladies' room. Yeah, that's in the just, ladies' room. And that's just being a pilot I, isn't good enough. I really thought that there was going to be like a list of people when they actually go into the ladies' room in the movie at one point. Oh, I thought that was at a separate place. I mean, but like it was, but like yeah. I was really excited. How long was it? Because she was there, so. True, but he didn't know she was yeah. Top Gun because yeah. if she was, then yeah. he would be like, "What? You're my teacher too." Yeah. But if he met her at the Top Gun base, then he would have. He it, probably would have put two and two together. Yeah. It, it's it's the very uh, like it's it, the the whole like this woman that, this person that you just met is now at your school yeah. is like. It's a trope that is shows up in so much stuff, and it's funny Great, that it shows anatomy. up. It's funny that it shows up here too. It's like it's like Top Gun is an anime, like it, it's all, it's a slice of life high school anime, and yeah. it's the goofiest thing. It's only a high school movie. Yeah, it, Top it's, Gun. It's Top Gun. Uh, well, I, I love when Deuce Deuce Goose dies because yeah. first of all, it's out of left field. Yeah, and, <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, and, and then he doesn't want to fly anymore for some reason. And then he blames himself. Then the end scene, which has nothing to do with fucking anything, is just to show that he doesn't have the jitters. He can still fly. Yeah, that's the only. Part oh, of that so, scene. so we got it. We got it. There's a few things we got to talk about here. Okay, okay. so you know, I'm, so, I'm crossing up notes here. Yeah, so, so, so goose, so goose dies. Uh, he gets into the jet stream or whatever of the other plane, and it blows out their engines, and they have to eject. Oh, yeah. oh. 
And I don't when know they, if that cockpit thing would actually get stuck because they're going so fast. If you if that thing's not touching the plane, it's gone. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know. But it didn't really get stuck. He just he like it just <laughs> it just ended up colliding with it, which it was eject too soon or yeah. I don't. I'm guessing. I, I it's really unclear. Know. I mean, he was absolved of all wrongdoing in the two second uh, court hearing that we see. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Goose dies. Goose dies. Uh, very just like. <laughs> just eject, just hit the canopy, the somewhere to go, I, and then just his just his dead corpse f- f- slowly floating down to the ocean with that really disgusting green in the water. That was an unappetizing color. Yeah, I'm a. I don't know what that is, but I could only assume it's so they could find them. It's got to be some sort of like I know on the rock they use green smoke to because, show where the target. Is yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that I'm, I'm going to assume that it's intentionally putting that out so it's recovery teams. Yeah, yeah. flying overhead see them way easier. Yeah, this movie seemed accurate as far as that stuff went. Yeah, it felt like it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Imagine I, uh, I did just cite the rock as yeah. Uh, <laughs> imagine uh, imagine like if this movie were like uh, like a Michael Crichton movie or like or like or like a Tom Clancy or something like uh, just yeah. how like weird this movie would like weirdly in depth they would get into everything on oh, this yeah. movie. Well, it would Cr- be another half hour of just sort of like going talking about like the mechanics of like uh, that yeah. stuff. Be very very realistic. Yeah, too realistic. And, be, and it'd be good. There'd be no lateral inversions though, over the. And yeah, so no. that's why she becomes so interested in him because he was able to he was able to get information about the MIG that they didn't know. Yeah, he was Top Gun even before he went to Top Gun. Yeah, he was already Top Gun. In, in and, Val, and, and, and there's a, and there's. There's a beast. There's a beast story about how he doesn't know how his dad died, but it seems like it was his fault. <laughs> however, he died. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, even though, yeah, and then of course, Tom Scare flew with him. He was there on that mission. Yeah. Your dad went back and saved everybody. Saved the day. Yeah. He was a maverick. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't play by the rules. He was like you, but he followed the rules more. Only a little, though. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Yeah, it was his fault. (laughs) It was his fault. So that's the B story of that for some reason. You learn about it and it gets resolved very quickly. I think my favorite part is when he's flying at the end. And does he hear Goose's voice or is he channeling Goose or something? I think he's just channeling. I just thought of uh, just uh, Maverick. You turned off your targeting computer (laughs) and just like he's like use the Force, Maverick. (laughs) He's like feel, don't think, use your instincts. Yeah, (laughs) it totally felt like that moment. So so yeah, uh, Val Kilmer wins the uh, Top Gun. He wins Top Gun. Uh, uh, Val Kilmer is Top Gun. But we all know that. Tom Cruise is, Tom Cruise is the gun. real Top Gun. Yeah. He's the true. Top, he's yeah. the one true Top Gun. <laughs> and, uh, and Iceman knows. If he it. wasn't such, if he wasn't such a, a such renegade, a such a rebel, such a maverick, such a maverick, he would have been Top Gun. But you know, he plays by his own rules, and you can't be a Top Gun when you play by your own rules. He, he decided to quit the day before graduation. Yeah. Uh, but if you know, if he played by his own rules. If he play, if he played by their rules, he definitely would be Top Gun. But yeah, but when you know, you just can't do it. Just can't do it. It's, it's, his, do it. it's his personal demon of not listening to anybody. Uh, so at the graduation, uh, they get their they get orders at the graduation. Oh like, yeah, this right mo- from there. This mo- he's like, I don't mean to cut this short. This but, should uh, be the end of the movie at this point, where everyone's just sort of <laughs> having there. It's like no, but now you got to go back. To the USS Enterprise with Strickland. With Strickland, they're like, let's have something exciting happen. Yeah, let's bring the Russians back one more time. <laughs> but this time, 
You'll shoot him. This time there's combat. Yeah. There's combat this time, baby. This, this time the war gets cold. And then Tom's scared. Yeah, the like, cold gets warm. Yeah. Or the war gets warm. Yeah. That was and, a good and, line. I fucked it up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you really should just be ashamed. Edit that out. Yeah. This time the war gets warm. There we go. <laughs> Uh, I, I do like the it's like oh you'll get your new like you know whatever when you get there but if you don't uh, <laughs> I can be your, I can be your pilot <laughs> Tom oh, Starrett yeah. trying like oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. be like the warm fatherly figure for some reason <laughs> pulling, a, pulling a Bill Pullman president yeah. like, I'm a pilot I belong in the air yeah. uh, <laughs> going back to his roots yeah oh, so, he, oh and he does fly with him doesn't he right. uh, no Tim Robbins Tim is Robbins. then his wingman yeah um, no, Wingman's different than the person that's in the... the oh, co-pilot. Co- like, yeah, co- but it's not co-pilot. It's something else entirely. <laughs> I don't know what it pilot. is. Yeah, the because, guy behind you? Yeah, the guy, like, yeah, the person that you're, like, flying next to. Cause, cause, <laughs> that's the Wingman. Because yeah. Iceman is his... Uh, oh, okay. Or Tom Cruise is being Iceman's Wingman. Because mm. um, he's bottom gun. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Ridley Scott movie, so maybe. Tony, uh, Tony. Yeah, totally. Big Tony's distinction guy. there. You got to put that out there. Yeah, one of them's good. One of the other ones, Ridley Scott. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Tony Scott. Tony. No, no, I, I meant what I said. I said what I meant. <laughs> You're like Crimson Tide is way better yeah. than Alien. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's a big combat scene, and this is where you just wrap it all up, and you know, just, uh, just you have to resolve is, the thing that happened five minutes before. Yeah, which so, is Goose dying. Yeah, so now and, and, and get a hug from. Uh, between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise, because now they're like, because it's like you can be my winged wingman anytime, <laughs> and then Tom Cruise is like, no, you can be mine, because <laughs> I'm the Top Gun, I'm the real Top Gun, and we know it. There's a lot. Of... And then okay, it's the very end yeah. where he picks up dog. Ta- he's got Goose's dog tags and, chucks him, and chucks him into the ocean like he's over it now, and I'm like, like he's got like... a wife and kids. Maybe send those to him. Yeah. Them. Yeah. It's like, well, isn't it a good thing to, like, have those? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, as a memento of your, your, your best friend, yeah. secondary pilot. Yeah, the friend that, let's be honest, you did, you did, you did cause this. <laughs> uh, you may have been absolved. Uh, by the courts. By the courts. But, yeah, he, he, learned, he learned how it worked the system. And For then, one thing. yeah, and uh, then in a few years, he's going to do a few good men. <laughs> and, he's a lawyer in that one. Yeah, right? yeah. I could just assume that's his trajectory. He becomes from he, he just at the end of the movie, he's like, I want to be an instructor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and you, he's like, God help us all. <laughs> Tom Skerritt's like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, I um, there are a lot of. Really, really like close nose to nose moments where it looks like they might kiss. Yeah, and those yeah. are always really fun. There's like a lot of those. they're getting in each other's face a lot, and yeah. not not super aggressively either. <laughs> yeah, it's so, like romantically. Yeah. It's like a sexual nose to nose kind yeah. of thing. There's, there's, yeah, there's like two sex scenes in this movie, but it's eighties. <laughs> Like in the shadows, everyone's mostly clothed, kind of. Yes, yeah. there's a there's a funny uh, line in Thirty Rock where um, Alec Baldwin's talking to his arch nemesis, and he's like, "Keep your friends close and your enemies so close that you could kiss them." <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Top Gun is something. It all of the like 
the cinematography of the movie mm. is cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Tony Scott's very good at that. Right? <laughs> Just like Ridley came from commercials. Of, yeah. You know, they're visual dudes. And yeah, and all the planes, like those shots are fucking cool. Like, yeah. They're very, and they're not just phoning. They're like up in there. Like they're very cool. Yeah. This came out on th- in 3D, right? Like, um, yeah, like, 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 a, like, a, like, and it had like a limited theatrical run in 3D uh, too. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> like that would look really cool. Yeah. I can't, let's see if we, let's, let's look up, let's, let's look, let's look it up. Well, um, release. I, um, uh, I'm IMAX 3D re release in for six days in 2013. I feel like people now, say they love this movie because they think they have to say that they love this movie. <laughs> kind of like with Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Like, where it's, like, popular to like it. If you I don't, think, I, I think... you'd be a maverick when saying that you don't like it. Yeah, there's... And thusly not Top Gun. Yeah, definitely not Top Gun. Um, I, this movie definitely... It's easy to see why people would have loved this movie in 1986. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely of that time. Yep. It has that soundtrack. Music was everything in the 80s mm, uh somehow th- th- there there is there, every every major movie w- in the 80s has a like significant soundtrack and so many movies created songs oh, yeah, in the yeah. 80s in particular i mean like leave it to the 80s to have a, a song called ghostbusters be a chart topper that's true you know and, and same thing with this you get a berlin track Topping the charts, and, and 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 Kenny Loggins really only has a career to this day because of he's got two huge songs on this soundtrack. Yeah, and Back to the Future had the whatever that song is. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the News, and Back yeah. in Time, and the yeah, yeah, uh, you know nobody remembers ZZ Top's Back to oh, the Future yeah. three song. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Yeah. Well, that, and that was an old school thing too, like a forties fifties thing to have a yeah. movie, yes. have a song tie in with it. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, it went away, and then yeah, I mean because God like it, the 80s because back. you know in the forties and fifties you had a lot of that like you know like the beach beach blanket bingo kind of nonsense and Elvis songs and stuff or oh, like yeah. that was a huge Moon River Moon River like, <laughs> it was like huge genre pieces of just like it's going to be a movie revolving completely around music and it's sort of like and, and the eighties really came back. I mean like. We just talked about it. Really. You got Flashdance and Dirty Dancing. And, well, I, I like, think in the old movies you yeah. had singers in the movies. Yeah. And then have a song to tie in with it. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah. Um, oh, it's so funny if you had, like, Kenny Loggins as, like, Cougar or something. Just, like, one of the... It's like how Huey Lewis is in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think also in the 80s you had the corporations who yeah. owned everything. Yeah, it was... So they wanted to tie in. Like, yeah. I know that's why Prince has a song in Batman. Yeah. Because Warner Brothers are like, oh, we own Prince. Let's yeah. see what he can do for this movie. <laughs> because we want to make as much money as we possibly can off of this. And that's, that's unfortunately how it works. Yeah, this, this is Paramount. So I think in the 80s Paramount was... Was it still Eisner? Eisner was the head of Paramount for a while. Mm. Um, which is funny to think about because, you know, I do the other Disney stuff all the time. Um, oh, Eisner yeah. Eisner was was brilliant when it came to f- finding out the right movies. But this doesn't seem like an Eisner kind of movie. He mm. doesn't... He was never much of a spender. Uh, uh, his his film philosophy was singles and doubles. Yeah. Not home runs because if you hit home, you know, yeah, home runs aren't aren't always successful and they're not always and they always cost a lot of money. Could be a foul. Yeah. <laughs> could, yeah. You know. So singles and and and, and also the, we they are his his other philosophy was 
we are not, you know, beholden to create art. We are not beholden to create something important. Mm. But in the search of making movies and doing stuff, you are going to create art. Mm. You are going to make something important. It yeah. just happens. And, you know, that he's done it plenty of times that way. Oh, yeah. um, Top Gun's neither of those. <laughs> um, it's definitely not art. No. Um, not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about it is they spend a lot of time talking about what just happened and what they're going to do. Yeah. Instead of just like doing it like movies do, oh, they the, just spend a lot of time. Ni- talking 90, about it. The, the movie exists in a world exclusively on exposition. <laughs> I'm done with my notes, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's just the, the, the script. The script is just exposition. It's not yeah. like yeah. it's very rarely dialogue. <laughs> it, true, it, yeah. it, it is. It is just the written version. Like they can't because there's no subtlety that can exist in this movie. <laughs> you can't just have like. You can't just have Tom Cruise's character be like he's brash. He's you know he's obviously got some demons in the closet kind of stuff. They just yeah. have to say it. Yeah. Like oh his dad and then this and all you know yeah. it's like and all that. It's like they just every every scene involves having to just come out and say <laughs> what you're thinking and what's going to happen or what just happened because there's no yeah there's no room for anything other than just like well plot. You, it yeah. usually comes up and then gets resolved like ten minutes later like. Yeah. It, <laughs> It it is a problem just so they can resolve it and have the movie go somewhere. Because yeah. that end scene has nothing to do with anything. No. And him having to overcome his goose dying demons are like so just like yeah. nothing. So the uh, the movie itself was inspired by a like magazine article oh. called like Top Guns. <laughs> uh which is what Maverick should have been called Top, top Guns. Top Guns with an S. Val Kilmer's like, I'm Top Gun. You're Top Guns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> the the re- do you know why Tony Scott was uh, hired for this movie? Cocaine. <laughs> well, yes. So this is '86. Well, I guess it would have been like '85 or '84 when they started production of this. Yeah. But uh, no, because he did a a sob commercial ah. that had a that had a sob car racing a Saab fighter jet. Oh. So he had filmed planes previously he doing fighter, plane stuff. He, he had, had fighter, fighter jet, jet experience. experience. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, and at this point, Ridley Scott was already like, you know, well, I, you know, my brother. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to pass this one off to my yeah. less talented brother. I'm about to do someone's someone to watch over me, which is um, a cool movie. Uh, the original uh, casting decision for Tom Cruise huh. was Matthew Modine. Oh yeah, yeah, but he turned it down because it wouldn't. Because he's too good for it. <laughs> I, I, he, he's the movie was the movie's very pro-military, and that would kind of went against his sort of political stance uh, and stuff. So yeah. he just was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna." Yeah, I'm not gonna do this one. Ah, uh, okay. Um, he's actually in a movie that they shot in Spokane or something. Yeah. Which I saw, and it was actually pretty good. As Madonna's <laughs> first film appearance. Yeah. Well, my, my wife wanted to see it for that reason, and watched the movie. And like, this is pretty drunk. <laughs> can't remember what it's called and the um so and, and the viper character is based off of a really real person named viper who was a vietnam vet and mm. an and a top gun instructor and <laughs> stuff like that so like there's a lot of a lot of that stuff so well, top gun himself yes <laughs> i love seeing all the names of the real military guys because they're not as cool as the movie guys and, and he is and and he is in the movie he like makes oh totally yeah, the movie. yeah um 
I do love, I don't remember his name, but the guy <laughs> Strickland from Back to the Future that we keep talking about. Yeah. I love that guy. He looks the same and he acts the same in every single movie. It's, and, and, and it's so funny because, like, in Back to the Future, they even make that sort of joke, too, where it's like when he's in the 50s, like, he looks exactly the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy ever have hair? Yeah. Yeah, because Back to the Future is the same. Yeah. In this, Masters of the Universe. Yeah. There's another one, a big one that he's in, I can't remember anymore. Yeah. It's like Basic Instinct or something. Something yeah. like that. So yeah, he's not are, in basic instinct. <laughs> yeah, these are um, so these are F-14s in it. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> look up what movie he was in. Yeah, uh, these yeah F-14s in it. It it cost Paramount seventy eight hundred dollars yeah. an hour to use those oh, planes. Oh jeez, I was like, that's not that much money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and that's only if they were filming them outside of their normal operating stuff. They they films they filmed them during typical operating stuff sometimes when yeah. they could but you're not going to get the stuff that you need yeah. all the time by just having them do their stuff so if you're having them film out normal operating stuff $7,800 and $1986 which is like $19,000 today it's a shitload of money yeah yeah what was what do we say $15 million what this movie cost in 1986 yeah I think so $15 million in 1986 and most of it was that was you know Tom Cruise wasn't a household name, you know. You'd get yeah. Tom Cruise's salary these nowadays would be almost fifteen million dollars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Very true. Uh, I was telling you the story on the way in, where uh, Tony Scott wanted to um, shoot the planes taking off and landing with the being backlit by the sun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but they were, when they were doing it, filming it one time, the uh, the ship's course changed direction, so the light changed. So, uh, Tony Scott asked if they could, like, hey, can we go back to the previous course we were on? And the, and the, and the captain said, uh, it's like, it costs, it will cost $25,000 to change course if you, to do that. Yeah. And so Tony Scott actually pulled out his checkbook and wrote a check for $25,000 so they could change course. Again, 1986, $25,000. Yeah. That's and, and that was just for five minutes of shooting. Jesus. <laughs> so, just so you know, I was acting like that was the first time I heard that story. Yeah. Did I do good? Yeah, he did a great job. Okay, good. Uh, there, there's some movie, James Tolkien's his name. There's there's a few movies that he's in Yeah. that uh, you, you wouldn't think of him being in, but he's in Dick Tracy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is somebody in that movie. <laughs> I took the trouble to find out who, but... Yeah. He's in this movie uh, with Pacino called Arthur Arthur. Yeah. And my friend's joke with that is that just Pacino goes, Arthur! Arthur! <laughs> and he's in Serpico. I don't remember where, though. Yeah. Uh... Arthur! <laughs> oh, there's actually a, there's a crash on the set of this movie. There wasn't? Yeah, he died. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, the original script called for a flat spin. So Art Scholl uh, went to perform it. The aircraft was observed to spin through its recovery altitude, at which time Scroll Radio, I have a problem. I have a real problem. He was unable to recover from the spin and crashed into the Pitt's special biplane, or his Pitt's special biplane, into the Pacific Ocean off the Southern California coast near Carlsbad on September 16th, 1985. Neither his body nor the aircraft were covered, <laughs> leaving the official cause unknown. Top Gun was dedicated to his memory. The film was shot on Super 35 format, uh, as anamorphic lenses were too large to fit inside the cockpits of the fighter jets. Oh, yeah. 
it did just look a little wonky. Yeah. So. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nine-time platinum certification for the Top Gun soundtrack. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of people buying the Top Gun soundtrack. Boom, boom, boom. Other artists were considered for the soundtrack, but did not participate. Brian Adams was considered. And Toto was originally going to record Danger Zone. Oh, yeah? Which would have been crazy. <laughs> movie came out just... Oh, wow. Um, it premiered May... 16th 1986 so two days after my first birthday (laughs) (laughs) yeah home media tom gunn oh man it was stuff so obviously home video in 1986 was no was nothing it was still like being figured out people were trying to figure out what home video was in 1986 exactly um and this is uh is this the oh man an eight million dollar marketing campaign uh the, the including a Top Gun themed Diet Pepsi commercial. <laughs> why do they always push diet? Like uh, nobody wants diet, but it's like I, that's why they pushing... push diet because you, you don't need to sell Coca Cola. You need to sell Diet Coke because <laughs> people are already buying Coca Cola. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, it, it was the first new release blockbuster on video cassette to be priced as low as twenty seven dollars. <clears throat> Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven dollars in nineteen eighty-six. That was a low price for a home video. Oh, I guess you didn't buy them new, though. Yeah. You know, like later. Yeah, yeah. You you, you would just rent them. Yeah, like because uh, uh, Disney, when they started doing the home video stuff, was selling them for like eighty dollars because they knew that it was only going to be a specialty market thing, and mm. they would just mostly sell them to video stores. For yeah, rentals. yeah. Because I remember only big releases like you could buy T2 brand new and like yeah. Lion King and stuff like that, but only if it was like the biggest movie of the year. And even then, I think it was about twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, the film was released on DVD on October twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight, man. That's Pretty an pure, early, early. That's an early DVD. Was that a flip disc? It's got. It, it says it's. Uh, remember, we had to flip over Goodfellas, which was only like two and a half hours. Yeah. And uh, included the uh, included the film on both widescreen non anamorphic Univision, oh yeah, two 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 to one aspect ratio, which is yeah, and full screen open matte version. So it means like it was probably a flip disc. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. No, for, not, they cut the movie in half. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, it had strong DVD sales, Jesus. and then they released a special edition in two thousand and four, mm. which again had huge sales. Uh, unfortunately uh as we are already established i watched kingdom of heaven before this yeah and then this morning i watched jaws <laughs> so not good for top gun to watch two great movies and okay. ironically wearing a jaws shirt now so i just feel like a jaws nerd <laughs> now i love jaws yeah did you know the shark was <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know i watched the making of jaws and uh i didn't know the shark has jowls which they don't actually have i didn't, I didn't they pointed it out and i was like oh, yeah. yeah this is the jaws cast yeah. Uh, no, the Blu-ray came out in 2008, and a two-disc limited edition 3D copy. Remember that? It's it's funny, like when they did Predator in 3D and just like random ass old movies, and you're yeah. like, okay. And they just put out. They just put it out two months ago, on or three months ago. It came out around my birthday on 4K, because oh, yeah. remember, Top Gun was, was supposed to, yeah. to be out by now. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to be out yeah. by now. Which, I will say, I am excited as hell for that movie. Because uh, you got Joseph Krasinski, or whatever his name is, yeah. directing it, who's great. You kind of mixed it with the with uh, Jim John, from The Office, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah. <laughs> I used to remember what it was, then I 
stop watching Oblivion yeah. or something. Tron Legacy and Only Oblivion. the Brave and Oblivion, which I don't really care for Oblivion as much as you do. Mm. But I definitely love Tron Legacy. Yeah. And I, I really loved Only the Brave. That's all, that's its title, right? Yep. Only the Brave, the fireman, maybe? Yep. And, uh, <laughs> yep. where, where all the firemen die, spoilers, but it's, it's a real news story. So <laughs> my, should... my friend told me, like, right before I watched it, I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie, though. Yeah. And then with Jennifer Connelly, and it's worth a watch. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's doing it, and we all know what Tom Cruise does now. Yeah. And so this isn't going to be him in school top gunning. This is going to be actual fighter pilots. Though. Well, it definitely is him in school teaching the top gunners, and being, t- and he's going to show them up by being a top gunner, I'm sure. But I hope I, it's just them fighting. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, but at the same time, who... Or it's just good. I just hope it's good. What if Top, what if Top Gun but good? Yeah, yeah. And Christopher Corey's writing it. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Writer, what's good. what? Like, okay, so obviously one of the Kenny Loggins tracks is going to appear in this movie. Is it? I, it has oh, okay. to. It has to. I. It's like if. It, <laughs> It's just it, it, it's it's Danger Zone will be covered by some modern band, like Lady or, Gaga, yeah, or or like uh, <laughs> or like uh, playing with the boys will be like on a jukebox in the bar somewhere uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. There'd be something. One of those songs is going to appear in that movie in some way, shape, or form yeah. for well, sure. Because the thing about Tom Cruise, like most actors, they're just in the movie; they don't have much say. But when yeah. Tom Cruise. Especially we were talking about the yeah. turning point of yeah. Tom Cruise is when he started producing them. And he's in the movie that he wants to make. So yeah. they're not telling him what to do. He's telling them what to do. It took six months for its theater count to drop below its opening week. Whoa. Well, remember then that then it had that was not, and that was that, I mean, back then, that was that's significant. No, no, it's it's yeah. good. It's good. I'm just saying they yeah. didn't have like 100 million yeah. openings like they do now. Yeah. Uh, they had like 20, Number million. one on its first weekend. Wow. Yeah. Went on to a domestic gross of $177 million Jeez. Uh, and, it, and the same internationally. So a worldwide gross of $354 million Jeez. with an estimated 48 million tickets sold in North America during its initial <laughs> run. So 48 million people saw Top Gun in theaters during its initial run. Jeez. Um, and it made $3 million on its IMAX re-release for its six-day run. On IMAX and 3D. That's so. pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not Phantom Menace good, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it might be as Phantom Menace good. Because we were Phantom Menace. We looked it up last time we were doing this. It was like, oh, it wasn't as crazy like, as we thought. I thought it was like 18 or something. I don't think it was that high. I thought it was that high. <laughs> uh, of course you do. Yeah. I just remember it that way. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, fifty five percent. It wasn't. It was critically mixed. It was. It was uh, almost straight down the middle, critics uh, wise. Yeah, yeah. I always like to know what Roger Ebert thinks of stuff because he's sort of like he's got like, a good opinion. He's got a good opinion. He's got a he's got a real human opinion yes. for the most part. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, I noticed because I when I bought my um, my Amazon Echo thing, I was you know doing all the reviews yeah. on all the different speakers, and it's funny because I noticed when most people review stuff, they don't really say what they think. They say what they think people are going to think, yeah. Which is weird. Like, and it's annoying reading that kind of stuff because yeah. it's like they don't. They're not like, oh, that sounds great. I loved it. They're yeah. like, well, most people do this, and you're like, stop yeah. trying to think for other people. Just tell me what you think. I think. I think the only there's only been a couple of times where Roger Ebert kind of just like when he got older, he had a couple weird like in like Blue Velvet, he thought was like offensive towards women or yeah. something. And... He absolutely hates hated Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, oh, just like absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not right, of course. Or, I mean, I don't agree with him all the time. His, but, his, but he has some weird ones sometimes. Yeah, his, he gave it two and a half out of four stars. So, it's okay. he, he really liked it. Two yeah, and a half he, out of four. Like I guess he did like it, yeah. Yeah, movies like Top Gun are hard to review because the good parts are so good and the bad parts are so relentless. <laughs> perfect yeah he said the dog fights are absolutely the best since clint eastwood's aerial scenes in firefox but look out for the scenes where the people talk to one another <laughs> and that is exactly yeah, yeah, this movie's deal it, yeah, yeah, yeah he nailed it he yeah, nailed that yeah. movie that's what i'd say with like the transformer yeah. movies yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah 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 see he's good yeah golden globe for uh i mean yeah. we had the worst fucking critic going up around here in the in this yeah. Tacoma Tribune or whatever yeah. it's called. He just he hated anything that was gonna be big and he liked everything that was foreign. <laughs> and that was just how he rolled every single time. And yeah. even with like the uh prequel for Star Wars, I think they're all three stars. And then for Revenge of the Sith he gave it four. Yeah. Reluctantly, but and it's annoying in the reviews because you can tell that he likes them, but he for yeah. his ego he can't give them the yeah. same score that he, he gave, gave uh you know. Um, the unbearable likeness of Bean or something like he, he gave he gave the Polar Express five stars whoa <laughs> he's just crying the whole time reminding him of being a child yeah yeah but he was just annoying because he would say all these his reviews would contradict his rating where like he'd give it a low score talking about how great it was or he'd give it a high score talking about how bad it was not every time but yeah. and he's just like yeah remember the one for the Phantom Menace where he's Talking about how um, the movie sucks because the Jedi go around and cut up these mindless robots and don't get a single scratch on them. Yeah. You're like, have you not? <laughs> it's like getting mad at Indiana Jones' hat for not flying off. Yeah. Uh, this movie won a lot of awards, mostly for music. Uh, Take My Breath Away won the Academy Award and the Golden Globe. Mm. And the Grammy for the Top Gun Anthem, which is very cool. And it was really well received for its. Um, it, it was nominated on the Academy Awards for Best Sound Effects Editing, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, and Best Original Song. There you go. Um, in 2008, the film was ranked number 455 in Empire's list of 500 greatest films of all time. That's strange. <laughs> that's, that's 455. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know how many movies I've seen, but. Uh... You know, obviously it's a lot of movies. It made AFI's 100 quotes uh, list. What's, what's the need for speed? Yeah, I have. I feel the need. The need, need for, for speed. speed. And then high double five. high five. Yeah. Not the double. They just no. do a single. No, they do. I think they do like one high five and then like a second follow up high five. <laughs> they, might, they might do the John Kerry uh, Edwards high five where they high five then hold hands for a while really gaily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Davis, uh, movie producer John Davis says a Top Gun was recruiting video for the navy <laughs> Yvonette uh, what, what lt smash what kind of fucking people see top gun like i want to be in the navy now i mean they were having a good time yeah i guess it was all they were having fun, fun in the sun playing volleyball yeah they were, just, they, were, they, were they were they were banging their teachers yeah they were hot for teachers they, they, were, they were able to go to the bar and karaoke sing it's good it's funny one thing i noticed in this is tom cruise's teeth because they're a little... So, my wife wrote up on his dental history. And so, he has, like, an extra tooth 
on like his right side so they took that out and then kind of pushed him over so they're the same teeth they're just like more straight now because <laughs> he had braces and i think it was like the late 90s early 2000s you see tom cruise in a premiere with like those invisible braces yeah yeah uh bomber jacket sales and ray-ban aviator sunglasses sales jumped 40 percent there's a lot in the of, wake of this movie there's <laughs> a lot of good dramatic them taking their sunglasses yeah. off to say something serious or putting their sunglasses on to look cool <laughs> like when he's in the class and she shows up for the first time and he puts his sunglasses yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else uh, what else came out that year uh, we're about to find out you in a second. Okay, okay. We'll look at it in a second. I just want to, I'm, look, keep you on target. I'm looking at its in popular culture section on Wikipedia just <laughs> because I'm very interested in what effect it had on pop culture. I, I thought you were feeling so maverick that you weren't going to follow the rules. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not following the rules. We usually don't do this. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, let's see. No, no more Top Gun for you. Yeah. It's a not, bad ooh, 1991 film Hot Shots was a comedy spoof uh, of Top yeah, Gun yeah. starring. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, Days of Thunder, which people always say is just. Top Gun on the racetrack? Not really. It kind of follows the same structure of it, but and he's a maverick, and I, I see the similarities yeah, for sure. I would, say, I would but, say, boy, it certainly sounds like you are describing Top Gun. You're not doing a whole lot to disprove your point. I, I wouldn't think that unless I mean I would look at it just as much as you know another movie can be similar. Uh, the masculine theme of the film has been the subject of humorous examination, with the homoerotic subtext examined in a monologue performed by Quentin Tarantino in the 1994 film Sleep with Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I think he said something like we're talking is one of his favorite movies or something. Uh, they move the Disney Toon Studios Cars spinoff Planes pays homage to Top oh, yeah. Gun because it has Val Kilmer and Anthony Edwards appearing in the film. So you have Goose and Iceman showing up <laughs> in this thing as uh, and they're playing as in their Super Hornets. So that's good. I love a scene in Top Gun if they're explaining how they got their names. Yeah, like why they named themselves that. Uh, Maybe Iceman's favorite song was Cold But Ice by Foreigner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's because when he's up there, man. They, they did explain it. They explained how he got his Iceman name. Yeah, because when up there, he's just, he's cold. He's just, he's, he's ice. <laughs> he has no emotions. He's just up there. Uh, he, I, I like mine better. Yeah. Uh, he announced, Tom Cruise announced they were filming the this Top Gun Maverick during the uh, promotional tour for The Mummy, which is cool. Oh, yeah. They were going to make one um, a little bit before Tony Scott died. Yeah, he was on board oh, to... So to speak. Yeah. They, were, they were... I know, because Tom, Tom Cruise has always wanted to do it. Yeah. Tony Scott was And, and, and Bruckheimer has been, has been begging for it for decks since day one. He'll so. do anything to fun his cocaine habit. Yeah. I don't know why I keep drinking up him in cocaine, because I don't know this, but it's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I definitely, he's got that short beard that just epitomizes the 80s douchebag. I definitely have Top Gun for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I was going to bring that game up. I remember there's a part where you have to refuel. Yeah. And isn't it hard as shit to... And every, everything about it's hard. Oh, okay. I Try landing the plane is virtually impossible. Like This is like a flight simulator. Yeah. And it doesn't work. I have two buttons and a control pad. Like, there's, <laughs> I can't do anything. It's... Yeah, I yeah, remember that. that game. There's actually a ton of Top Gun video games, but uh, they keep making them. I think there was one for, like, a PlayStation 3. It's like, any dinosaur thing just has to be Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because other than that, it's just a ripoff. Yeah. So, let's, let's, we know, we, let's see, the, the films, film of... 1986. Let's do it. Let's do this part. Let's see what movies are better than Top Gun. Everything's better than Top Gun. I already know one movie of 1986 that is infinitely better than Top Gun, and that's Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. 
highest grossing films of 1986. It is buck wild, the movies <laughs> of the, 1986. It was the 80s. It was a confusing time. It was a confusing time for everyone. It was the Reagan days. Number one. Top Gun. Top Gun. Number two. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I think I saw that movie once. Yeah. On VHS. <laughs> on the floor of my parents' house. It's fun. I like Crocodile Dundee. It's yeah, fun. I, I, it's, fun. I, it's charming. Yeah, it's very charming. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Number three, Platoon. Oh. That's good, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Number four, The Karate Kid Part 2. Ooh. I have not seen those. They're, they're on Netflix right now. Yeah. Like, I should give Karate Kid a shot. I, I still really like the first one. Mm-hmm. The sequels are all varying degrees of... Crap. Crap. The show is very good. That Cobra oh, Kai show, very yeah. good. I just haven't seen it since then. Yeah. Again, on the floor of my princess. Uh, number five, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. The one with the whales? Yes. That, that one's the best one. That's his best one. I love that one. Does everybody hate that one? I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought Star Trek nerds hated it. I mean, I, I mean, everyone likes the first three more, substantially, but... Uh, num- Four one's funny. Yeah. Uh, number six, Back to School. A Rodney Dangerfield film. Why was he ever popular? Because he was funny. Oh, I don't like he was, his, I, I don't hate his, him. Well, that's the thing. Right. His stand-up is really good. His mm. movies are not. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Caddyshack is about the only one that's, like, genuinely, like, <laughs> fine. And his Simpsons character was great. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't hate him, but I don't love him. I don't get why he was so big. I'm like, eh, this stuff's kind of funny. Uh, also, you were, uh, you know, you were one when he was... You weren't even born during his height. Neither of us were during no. his height. So. It, so it's not me from like a Johnny Carson. Yeah, but I mean, the, uh, but Johnny Carson is just telling safe made-for-TV jokes. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, script-written jokes, yeah. you know. it's well, Rodney's stuff is just how he sucks. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Aliens. Ah. Yeah. Number eight, The Golden Child. I haven't seen that, but... Yeah. Number nine, Ruthless People. <laughs> and number ten, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nah. So, uh, also, I know... nineteen. 19- good one. Yeah, I like Ferris. I, I, yeah. I, I like it. I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to ever see it ever again in my life. But... Oh, yeah. I, no, I like it. It's funny stuff. Yeah. I don't like I don't like The Breakfast Club, which is yeah. the other movie I proposed to you that we make fun of. Uh, I, and I also <laughs> know that... It, from personal experience that uh, Pixar was founded this year. Ah, uh, yeah. So. By Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, because, what, what was it? It was originally Caps or something before it was Pixar or something. It was like computer animation uh, program. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I think it was like Caps. Uh, before Pixar, before it's known as Pixar, because mm. like the eventually, because Pixar wasn't like necessarily the studio name; it was the programming. And yeah, it was like a mm. notable. Let's not do notable. Let's see. Fuck notable. Yeah. Uh, like notable probably oh, <laughs> better movies. Heathcliff the movie. I don't remember that. Yeah. Iron Eagle. Is it Charlie Sheen? Uh, no, it's uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Uh, that one. Uh, Troll. Down and out in Beverly Hills. FX. I know. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that. That's great. I like the FX. Is it? Yeah. Wait, wait. Is that the action movie? I mean, yeah. According to Wikipedia, it's action thriller. Uh, oh, I was, I was thinking short circuit. I'm like, it's not short circuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
Scherzer. Yeah. The Delta Force. Is that Chuck? That's Chuck. That's, one of, that's like his first Oh, version. I think Invasion USA is what I think of him with the two Uzis with the yes. jeans on and the jean vest, I think. Yeah. yeah. Jean jacket. Nine and a half weeks. Oh, that was the one with uh, Mickey Rourke. Uh, yes. Uh, House. <laughs> I have seen that movie. It was pretty good. It was a little weird, but... Uh, pretty in Pink. Uh, I, I probably don't like that movie. It's John Hughes. Typical yeah, John Hughes movie. That sounds like something I want to like. Yeah, Care Bears 2. Highlander. I did not like Highlander. <laughs> the movie was a little too cheap for me. A reissue of Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Ooh, the GoBots movie. <laughs> I remember that. Police Academy 3 back in training. <laughs> I thought the first Police Academy might be good, as those tend to be, and it was rated R. It wasn't. <laughs> I like I like Police Academy, so you're not going to get me on your side on that one. <laughs> Rad came out this year. Rad is a BMX bike a- action movie. Oh, I do remember that. It's got Lori Loughlin in it and Talia Shire. <laughs> Lori Loughlin, you say? Yeah. The Money Pit. <laughs> it's funny. Her. Speaking of 80s. Oh, God, that movie sucks. Speaking of eighties mega stars, Tom love, Hanks. I love Warlock Laughlin in the news. They're like, yeah. oh, she did all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but she's so hot. Who cares? Well, Crit- not anymore. Plastic no. surgery around no. it. Critters love critters. I've I seen, go I all in critters. on critters. I got the box set of all of the critters. How many are there? Four oh, okay. and a TV series that just came out like last year. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, at close range, <laughs> starring Sean Penn. Oh yeah, was Dennis Hopper in that? Uh... Christopher Walken. Ah, that's what I was thinking of. And Christopher Penn is in it, too. He's like, hey, uh, Sean, can I be in this Crispin movie? Glover. Oh, God, Crispin Glover. 1986, Crispin Glover. He's like, uh, hey, Sean, do you think I can be in this movie with you? <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, this is the Crispin Glover that they didn't bring back for Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. For the sequel that's coming out. It was just too good. Yeah. He was just too good for Back to the Future. <laughs> he was actually in this miniseries called uh, Texas Rising with Bill yes. Paxton. He was really good in it. Like, yeah. I didn't even know it was him. I thought he could only talk that one way. Speak of the Devil, Short Circuit, came out in 1986. <laughs> I knew it. I like Short Circuit. I haven't seen Short Again, on the floor of my parents' house. Yeah, I like Short Circuit. <laughs> it's a bad Blu-ray. It's just really, like bad transfer but yeah they didn't even try. yeah it's just like here's the dvds that's uncompressed here you go there's top gun came out may 16th my birthday uh sweet liberty came out directed and written and starring alan alda oh yeah but also has michael kane michelle pfeiffer bob hoskins <laughs> hoskins that son of a bitch yes no, really, I love Bob Hoskins. Shut up, clever. <laughs> I think one of my favorite Hoskins things that most people forget about is him and Frasier. Yeah. If you remember that episode. Yes. It's a good one. Cobra. Cobra came out this year. <laughs> love me some Cobra. There's something about Cobra. Yeah, George P. Cosmas of the uh, Tombstone, Tombstone fame. fame uh, with Sylvester Stallone trying to get credit for the book that he didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the movie. The movie is better than the book, so vis-a-vis, I wrote the book, so I should get book. My favorite story of him is the uh, Richard Gere story. Yes. Where they uh, were eating in the limo, and Richard Gere was eating something that was dripping mustard. And Sly's like, if you spill any of that in my pants, you're going to know about it. I think one of my favorite uh, Sylvester Stallone stories is the reason he did Stop or My Mom Will Shoot is because he heard Schwarzenegger was doing it, so he accepted it, and Schwarzenegger had just sort of let that 
happen. Like, like he was had no intention of doing the movie, but he was so like they were such they were so like butting heads. Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, came out this year. I hate Poltergeist. I shut that shit off. The uh, My Little Pony, the movie. Yeah, I, I love the... Sl- or st- yeah. Schwarzenegger definitely had a way better career than Sly. <laughs> I mean, Sly's got his couple good ones, and yeah. Schwarzenegger's got a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I... I I love. There isn't a Rocky movie that I don't like. No, they're all very good. I, I've of Rocky one through six, Creed one and two. Love every single one of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, love First Blood, the original First Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of other slime movies that I like, but not as much as like I like Copland and that weird shit like that mm-hmm. too. And yeah. like you know, but for every like for every one of those, you get like stop from my mom will shoot or demolition man. Demolition man. Uh, I kind of like demolition. Man. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, but or um, oh, what's the stop from my mom will shoot? There's a scene where he's wearing a diaper, and it's like a dream sequence, and he's like in uh, full diaper. It's uh, weird, okay. and I hate it. Well, at least it was a dream. Yeah, and uh, I was doing that crazy astronaut did where he's like. Right, I'm going to kill it doesn't matter if I'm it not was, gonna have time to stop. It doesn't shit. matter if it was a dream in the movie or not. It's very real in my reality Scarring. that I'm seeing Sylvester Stallone in a giant yeah. novelty diaper. I didn't say it was okay. I just said it was better. Yeah. Um, and what else? There's another really oh, like rhinestone and shit like that. Like, that. yeah, him as a country singer uh, with oh. Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, in the seventies and eighties when he was trying to be like a drama guy. Not really. Wasn't it? I mean, no. I thought he tried harder. He not really. There was really never really any point in his career where he was trying really hard to... He did direct Staying Alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not in. Yeah. Which is funny. Uh, Raw Deal came out this year. Oh, God, I love Raw Deal. I, Raw Deal's so good. I love Raw Deal because it's so bad. Yeah. I actually almost brought that up. We were talking yeah. about actors yeah. being too good for it. Yeah. And Darren McGavin is way too good for that movie. <laughs> Isn't he? Is, he? Oh, yeah. He yeah. is given his... In his Twilight years, he's just given this A performance. Yeah. And he's next to Arnold, who, I have to say this... I could go on for a deal for a good 10, 15 minutes, but uh, there's a part when uh, he's trying to get Darren McGavin to walk because he got shot and he's in physical yeah. therapy, and uh, he has a kid named Blair, and Arnold's trying to motivate him to walk, and he's like, do it for Blair? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, give him a name he can say, like, Chris or something. Yeah. God, that's, that's a good movie. Blair? That's a good movie in the right ways. Oh, like, it, it's, it's a bad movie, but it's a good movie. That one's great because they shoot people, blood shoots out of the back, and then they fall over. Yeah. It's like very un, um, choreographed. Yeah. And Arnold, he like goes to have this big shootout of the bad guys, puts a cassette tape in, hits play, Jump and Jack Flash plays. Yeah. And then he's driving, and he's shooting at guys that are like on top of towers, like 300 feet ahead of him, and he hits them one shot. He's not really looking. Yeah. And then the, the, for the final rod, deal he gets all of his guns together and he uses like two of them yeah <laughs> and he just raw deals everybody <laughs> everyone gets the raw deal. everyone gets the raw deal everyone, on that movie and then the beginning there's the the bad guys and they're shooting people and this guy has a sniper rifle and he's mm-hmm. shooting everybody from like five feet away oh yeah and then because the, the, they're killing a witness because he's going to the witness protection and and then he's got the gun to his head and he turns his face to a mirror and he's like witness this and then he blows just, his brains just, out just turn this into the raw deal show for no reason yeah raw deal <laughs> 
Uh, I, mean, I talked about Raw Deal yeah. this weekend, so it's fresh on my mind. Uh, the Manhattan Project came out this year, which was a Sean Lithgow <laughs> movie with, like, oh, yeah. about World War II. Well, uh, Never Too Young to Die, which is when they tried to make um, John Stamos a movie, movie star. Oh, uh, yeah. You got John Stamos and Gene Simmons and George Lazenby <laughs> and Robert England. Ooh, that's a, in one movie? In one movie. And Vanity, who was a, like... Uh, she was part of Prince, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I saw her on a Johnny Carson episode, actually, and she was very affected. <laughs> if that's the same person. League Eagles. Yeah, that's a... Labyrinth. Oh, yeah, Labyrinth. Labyrinth's good. Labyrinth's fine. I, I got no problems. That is the extent of my David Bowie knowledge. Yeah. I, I, people love Bowie, but I, I've yet to get into him. <laughs> I know everything about Bowie from uh, that movie. And I have seen the cod piece in person yes it, me too yeah I, not that's not what i went to the emp to go see but i did see it <laughs> you just happened to yeah and the red shirt from um Shaun of the dead yeah which i don't like that movie but hey, it's okay it's fine ruthless people came out this year big trouble in little china baby yeah, that's a good one love big trouble in little china we were gonna see that in the theaters and then we uh, were then but the world went crazy yeah because we were doing but they were doing a few uh the, the fog, john carpenter we, we did see one. the fog and the next one was going to be big trouble in little china and then, then, then the world went then crazy. the world collapsed uh also not, not really it could be much worse yeah well barely there's not much room uh, the Great Mouse Detective, which if you could just put Disney Compendium Volume, I forget what, uh, 26. Great Mouse Detective. You know, Great I, movie. I actually worked with a guy, and his last name was Radigan. Well, oh, nice. Yep. And he lived up to it. <laughs> we call him the rat. And yeah. He was a weirdo. Psycho 3 came out this year. Is that one actually supposed to be kind of That good? one's actually pretty good. Psycho 3 is better than it has any business being. Is 2 good, or is it 3? I think... I, I haven't seen it, but... I, 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 uh, I think three is supposed to be like it's actually surprisingly good. Oh yeah, uh, miracles. It's the Friday the Thirteenth of the f- <laughs> three of the uh, Psycho Ranger. Yeah, where they actually like figured it out, but then they never. <laughs> Echo Park, Maximum Overdrive. Oh, I, I want to see it, but it's it's terrible. It's but okay. man, do I don't care. I watch the hell out of some Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I think it was also Stephen King's Cocaine Peak. Yeah, The Patriot. Wait, not the Patriot. No, I mean it's the Patriot. It's just not the not the, the one Patriot. I'm of. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's not, a, not the one with Mal. It's got Leslie Nielsen in it. This is before he uh, was 100 percent comedy. I, I love uh, ooh the Robotech movie. I, I love um the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Yeah, because um like in that and Lethal Weapon, he does a lot where he goes you know where he goes crazy and he makes all those weird like yeah. Yeah. noises and yeah. then when you hear him yip, screaming at his ex wife he yeah makes, all makes those, those same noises. noises yeah I actually thought of a, a line today is which is a I will fire her! Yeah. I will fire her! <laughs> and then it was like, fucking hate! Yeah. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. I was thinking that would be a Trump tweet. Yeah. Because he did like, open the schools! Yeah. It was, fucking hate! Just yeah. all caps, exclamation yeah. points. I will fire her! Wait, what was that? I was, Flight of the, I was yeah. channeling Mel Gibson yeah. right there. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. I remember going to it's a Mariners good. game. And there was some dude sitting next to me, and I just talked his ear off the whole fucking game. And then we were talking about that movie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's, a, it's very much a kid's sci-fi movie. Yeah, I drove that guy crazy. Yeah. Uh, Friday yeah. the 13th, part six, Jason lives. <laughs> after it was over, he lives. Yeah, this was a, this was after the final Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the final chapter. Yeah. Uh, I was going to watch those, and then I watched two, and it was um, not so good. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I haven't been mad at that. Never even, that never even got to like, uh, like, uh, was it um, four? Which is like undoubtedly the best of the franchise. Oh, I, I remember liking three, but I don't know. Uh, three's great, but three is just it's a slasher. I mean, yeah. so I could sit here and talk all day about each and every one of those movies. Uh, yeah. It goes Friday the Thirteenth Part, then you go Part Two, Part Three, the final chapter, which Boom. is Part Four, yeah. and then a new beginning, which is Part <laughs> Five, uh, and then you have uh, Part Six, which is Jason Lives, uh-huh. and then Part Seven, The New Blood, uh, and then Eight, Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. And then you have, and that's nine. And then you have Jason X, uh, which is Jason in space. Is the, the X is for ten, right? Yes. Okay. It's Jason ten. Uh, it's him in space. It was sort of their holding pattern movie because they were trying to get Freddy versus Jason going because uh, Jason, because Jason goes to hell ends yeah. with Freddy's glove coming up from a grave and grabbing the mask oh, and dragging right. yeah, it yeah. down to hell. That's right. And that's where the movie ends. So that was supposed to be like the next one, but like you know, it's Hollywood, so shit's happening. And then so okay. we need a we need a movie, we need a movie, we need a movie. So you can get Jason X, Jason yeah. in space, uh, and that movie is fantastic. They they knew what they were doing on that movie, right? The, the, ab- absolutely, and I think that people can't accept that. They just mm. think it's a bad movie, but it's funny. Yeah, it is so absurd, and every ounce of it oozes with somebody who. Is just making fun of Jason Voorhees and Friday the Thirteenth and slasher films, and it's yeah. so good. Yeah, I highly recommend Jason X. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm getting around to that one. Well, oh, Scott, you you ha- you, ha- you have to follow the continuity of these movies. <laughs> there actually is a continuity, which is really fucking weird. Yeah, uh, isn't Roseanne and Tom Arnold and Jason goes to hell? I think so. It sounds right. <laughs> I remember that for some reason. I lost I lost where I was <laughs> in here. There's the Great Mass Detective. There's Aliens. Where's Jason? Jason! There it is. Howard the Duck, baby! I remember loving that movie as a kid. I haven't seen it since. With Taylor, Leia Thompson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Has ghost, it has uh, duck breasts in it, which is weird. Because uh... the female duck actually has like breasts, and it's weird. It's like, I don't <laughs> like this. What? Are you, what? <laughs> One Crazy Summer. Another John Cusack nonsense. Oh, yeah. It's got Bobcat Goldthwait in it. Seinfeld's arch nemesis. The Transformers, the movie. I didn't. I knew they had a rivalry, but I didn't know what it was, and I finally read about it last week. Uh, it's pretty funny. The Transformers movie is still very good. Still, oh. still very sad. Could still bring a tear to my eye. <laughs> I've, I've seen it at the time. Uh, got it's like Orson Welles's final film role. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he Megatron? Or no, he's Unicron. He's Unicron, which is the Transformers version of Alaska, a Galactus. Oh, that's right. Okay, Planet Eater. It's got like it's got like Scatman Crothers and Eric Idle and Leonard Nimoy and Oh, that's right. Then he's in one of the movies. Yeah, Nimoy. Yeah, they brought him back for one of the live action ones. Yeah, The Fly. Uh, I don't like The Fly. I I, I genuinely like The Fly. Mm. Still do. The Fly Two is also surprisingly. I recently watched it and I was like, oh, this is actually better than I expected it to be. Is Goldblum in it? No. Oh, okay. How could... Did you not see the? You can't like. You don't... Oh, that's right. You just go. <laughs> That's right. She she shoots him and then it's over like that second. Yeah. Well, you never know. Jason came back. Why couldn't Jeff Goldblum? Manhunter. Oh, I love Manhunter. Yeah. If it's the Manhunter, it's it's the Michael Mann, Hannibal Lecter Manhunter. That's a great movie. Yeah. William Peterson of CSI fame, future CSI fame, and um, 
Brian Cox is in it. Oh, that's Dennis right. Farina. Oh, yeah. Tom Noonan. It's yeah, a great right. cast. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Michael Mann. He doesn't shortchange anything. Yeah. Uh, Stand By Me. Oh, that's a good one. I like Stand By Me. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it, you know, it's just unfortunate that it stars, you know, Will Wheaton, who I can't. <laughs> why, why is he doing I just hate Will Wheaton. Yeah, my, my friend hates him, but I don't know He's why. Just, he, he, he took the sort of... Uh, the nerd thing to a very uncomfortable degree on on Twitter and, and what his reality. Just, just everything. Yeah, he just can't. I mean, he, he had to delete himself from Twitter because he got too involved in the nonsense. And... He just had to say something about everything that happened. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was my friend's reason too. I just didn't know. And, and, and I don't like when it's like it's like you didn't do anything. You were in Stand by Me. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. Wesley Crusher. You were not like. Yeah. You, I don't know why you're the. Uh, spokesperson the spokesperson for, for nerd culture. Okay, yeah, no, I hate yeah. that too. Yeah, it's became, like, yeah, and he leaned into it too hard. Kind of like Kevin Smith, where he just like anything that's nerd stuff. I'm and, and he wrote it. like, and he wrote like a five-page blog about uh, how much he hated people like teasing him with the like, "Shut up, Wesley." That was in an episode of Star Trek and stuff, and how much that sucks. And it's like, uh, dude, shut up. Yeah, without that, you'd be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, tex- I, now, now I in turn hate him as well. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two came out. The second one, okay, not the remake, not not the remake, the and not beginning. the not the new generation with yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey with, and Renee with, Zellweger with cross dressing Matthew McConaughey. Does he, does he cross dress? I think so. Oh, in real life? No. Oh, in the movie. Movie. I thought he got high and played the bongos. Yeah, uh, Shanghai Surprise. Is that about what I think it is? Uh, I, I doubt <laughs> it. It's Sean Penn and Madonna back in the time where they were a item. When he was tying her to the radiator. Yeah, when he was beating the hell out of her. But it was like consensual, right? That's it was like was another thing. It's it, it sounds it, that particular situation they're talking about was not part of their thing. So <laughs> I thought it was because I know she... just because it was their just because it was a thing doesn't mean mm. that since the the, the certain s- certain times of it were not. He's like, I took it too far. I just went too far. If it's your thing, you don't break up over it because of... Uh, oh, okay. I don't think they broke up over it. Blue Velvet. Ooh, yeah. I love Blue Velvet. Uh, that is a great-ass movie. That is good. Uh, Children of a Lesser God. The Color of Money. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good one. No yeah. Tom Cruise. Another Tom Cruise movie. Great Tom Cruise movie. It's... I haven't seen The Hustler, but I've seen I would say, yeah. <laughs> the Hustler's like two and a half hours. <laughs> it's like a long pool movie. Yeah. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Is that with Whoopi? Yep. Yep. Uh, Peggy Sue got married. An early Nicolas Cage, uh, oh, yeah. Kathleen Turner. Yeah, good, like good, weird good Francis song. Ford Coppola. Oh, song by the Crickets. Yeah. True Stories, which is a David Byrne movie. Who's David Byrne? I think uh, of Gabriel Byrne. Uh, Talking Heads, David Byrne. Oh, that guy. I was listening yeah. to the Talking Heads today. Yeah. yeah. I only like the first album. After that, they get... Yeah. Uh, True stories, I think, is on Criterion. It's good. Soul Man. Do you remember Soul Man? I remember this was the one with Eddie Murphy. No, Goldblum in the nineties. No, well, yes, but also not this one. This is the C. Thomas Howell in blackface movie, where he where he. He dress. He put, goes in blackface so he can get like the affirmative action, like getting the college for being a minority. <laughs> yeah. Who's Thomas Howell? That's a Outsiders kid, right? What? Isn't the kid from the Outsiders? Uh, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's him. He looks like Negan from yeah. Walking Dead. But yeah, like nerdy Negan. <laughs> yeah, he's actually in one Walking Dead episode. And I was like, oh, cool, he'll be in it. No, he's in that one. <laughs> Red Dawn. 
Verdun was good. I was yeah. surprised how good that was. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to be way more like campy in eighties, and it was like yeah. oh, it was actually like a pretty uh, intelligent approach to the subject. Yeah, Sydney. And it has the rockets when they shoot the rockets, and you see them flying through the air. <laughs> and the movie opens up, and they just fucking kill all the teachers. I was like, whoa. Yeah, Sid and Nancy. The kids. Oh, see Thomas Alves wearing a Star Wars hat. Yeah. Heat. Sid and Nancy. Uh, not the heat. Not not the good Bert, heat. Burt Reynolds. Heat. The Burt Reynolds heat. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't find when I was looking for heat. <laughs> Sid Nancy now Sid Vicious is a fucking monster and I don't yeah. want to promote anything else to do with that guy he's fucking terrible Hoosiers oh, that's a good one it's, it's one of the best sports movies of all time it's a good one yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman's fucking yeah great. in American Tale <laughs> with Fievel Maskowitz yeah uh, Gene Hackman has one of the best deliveries of goddammit that I've ever heard yeah. from the French Connection when they're yeah. busting um, the guy and he's in the Santa Claus thing and he's like you lost to me goddammit <laughs> That's Another Chuck good. Norris movie, Firewalker, came out. The Wraith came out. That's a crazy ass movie. It's like an actiony semi horror movie starring Charlie Sheen and Randy Quaid. Clint Ooh. Howard's in it. I'm gonna go on the record. Randy Quaid. Is, wait, which one's the Randy Quaid? Is he the interspace one? Randy Quaid is. Is that Dennis Quaid? Randy Quaid is. Eddie, for, Cousin Eddie from... Randy Quaid, okay, yeah. never mind. Dennis Quaid, I don't think he's ever been in a good movie. He's not bad, but for some reason, his movies just suck. Who, Randy Quaid or Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid. No, you mean Randy Quaid. I mean the one, the serious one, not it's the one in Christmas Vacation. No. No, that's not true. What, what good movies is he in? Um, oh, he was... Oh, what's the Dennis Quaid? I'm trying to think of movie titles that... Because uh, I'm bad at remembering movie titles <laughs> at the last minute. Um... I guess he was in Wyatt Earp, which was good. Yeah, Wyatt Earp's good, but like um, anything that he's starring in, like a Dennis Quaid vehicle. A Dennis Quaid. Vehicle. <laughs> uh, it says that before the movie, said so like a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. What was? Um, oh, what was the? Um, I like the rookie. The rookie. Yeah, there was a. It was a baseball movie. Was, oh, that's right. I haven't seen that. That. that was that was that was a good one. I like the rookie. I haven't seen that. He's definitely been in better stuff, and the right stuff. The right stuff is a great movie. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I do like Inner Space, but that's just yeah. Um, that's in spite of it's just I like the idea of Inner Space. It's fun. Mm. Uh, no, he's good. He's just for some reason his movies just suck. Yeah, but um, generally speaking, yeah. I mean, White Earp's fine, but Dragonheart's cool. Uh, he mostly does like especially nowadays he does a lot of like family movies which is really weird I think his wife is like 20 <laughs> she's like crazy young she's like 30 years younger than him yeah what was that what was the weird uh, like you know what was the one what was the one that he was just in the war movie that he was just in um, I know this isn't right but for some reason a wind talker jumped in my head yeah. No, oh, it was the, uh, he was in Midway this, last year. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Roland Emmerich World War yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that movie. It came out the same time as 1917. Yeah. Or whatever it was called. Yeah. Which I didn't like, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's way better than Midway. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your classic Roland Emmerich movie. Um, I've now lost track. I haven't seen that in Hollywood in a while where they come out with two movies at the same time that are the same. Yeah. Anyway, it's The Wraith. The Nutcracker. Solar Babies. That was another one of those weird, it's like a sci-fi rollerblading movie. It's craziness. There's Star Trek. Heartbreak Ridge. The Golden Child. Three Amigos. I haven't seen that for for some reason. That's because John Landis sucks ass. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did not like American Werewolf in London. I, I, and like Twilight Zone is like his best movie, and that's even like you know he killed people on set, like decapitated a kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming to America is good. I that like doesn't mean he can't make a good movie. Oh, coming to America is fantastic. Yeah, that's, I can't um, wait for the. And time. I and I mean I love the Blues Brothers. So oh yeah, I haven't I, seen that. I, I do love the Blues Brothers, but I hate him and his son so much. Yeah, he, he's he's made some good yeah. movies. King Kong Lives. Ooh, Little Shop of Horrors came out this year. Oh, that's a great movie. Love Little Shop of Horrors. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. I remember seeing it on like. Like, getting, like, the DVD, and I remember it, because I rented it or something, mm. and it had the alternate ending on it instead oh. of the regular ending, so I'm watching this new version of it, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh. They died? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Still haven't seen that version. Platoon. Well, that's it. Platoon was the last kind of major movie to come out that year. Hmm. Well, you normally do the Academy Awards, though? Yeah. What, um, does Frank Oz say what his preferred version is? No. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. There's this website called, um... This but, but they went above and beyond to, like... Because, like, to find that, ver- oh, that yeah. thing. Because like, it was, like... It only existed in black and white for the longest time. Uh, yeah. And then they, like... So it feels like he definitely had a hand in it. I totally. think he likes it, but I don't think he cares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there's, it's that kind of... There's this website called This or That Edition, and it tells you what the version is. Yeah. Okay, they so... Have, they don't have everything, but it's, it's good, though. For the uh, most part, it'll help you out. Uh, picture of the year, uh, Platoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're at the Golden Globes, Hannah and Her Sisters was best musical or comedy. <laughs> or comedy. Uh, the BAFTA was A Room with a View. I've seen that movie. Best director was Oliver Stone. They say A Room with a View in that movie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best actor at the Golden... Okay, so at the Golden Globes, it was Bob Hoskins for Mona Lisa. And Paul Hogan for Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> uh, Bob Hoskins won the BAFTA. And Paul Newman won the Academy Award for Color of Money. Mm. He's good in that movie. Best Actress, Marley Matlin, won for Children of a Lesser God for the uh, Golden Globe. Sissy Spacek won for Crimes of the Heart, Golden Globe, comedy or musical. <laughs> Maggie Smith with For a Room for Review. And Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God for the Academy Award. Mm. Uh, let's see. Best Supporting Actor, Tom Berenger for Platoon. And Michael Caine for Hannah and Her Sisters. Hmm. Best Supporting Actress, Maggie Smith for A Room with, her v- with a View. And Diane Weist for Hannah and Her Sisters. Hmm. Best Screenplay, Adapted, and it looks like a, The Mission for... Oh, De Niro. Yeah. And Yamora Coney did that. Yeah. He died a couple weeks ago. Uh, a Room with a View won for uh, Adapted, and Hannah and Her Sisters won for Original. Hannah and Her Sisters is a Woody Allen movie. I think A Room with, room with a View is definitely Oscar bait. Best Score Academy Award was Round Midnight by Herbie Hancock, and The Mission for uh, won the Golden Globe. Mm. Uh, uh, Morricone. Oh, yeah. Um, best it. Original Song was Take My Breath Away by Top Gun. So. <laughs> Top Gun's in the fold. I've seen The Mission once. And I remember liking it, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> or it's real heavy and long. Yeah, so, you know. 
1986, movies were fucking everywhere. Yeah. There was no rhyme or reason that comedy reigned in the 80s. Mm. Uh, they were, like, in, in a lot of this. Like, even these kinds of movies, like Top Gun, which is an action movie, kind of goes above and beyond to try to inject comedy into it. Yeah, it's true, yeah. It doesn't... And beyond just, like, having jokes, it's like, has yeah. the feel of a comedy. Yeah. It has the pacing of a comedy in a lot of ways. Like, when the people are being... When the people are on the screen, it has the pacing of a comedy. Yeah. Film. And they're, everything they do is funny. Yeah. It's buddy-buddy. Nobody's, nobody's serious until somebody dies, basically, in a lot of these. And then it's... Your life shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything's terrible for the rest of your life. Because, <laughs> um, you know, people die. Because yeah. people, people don't die. Yeah. It's so yeah. Top Gun is just Top Gun. Um, it's Top Gun. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I think people think think that they have to like this movie because you find that a lot with movies. Because I don't know anybody that was born past the fifties that likes Gone with the Wind. <laughs> but oh, that was the other movie we were going to talk about. But that's a lot of movie to watch to hate on. I don't want to watch. And I don't want to watch Gone with the Wind. It's not no. even like this movie. At least has action scenes in it. it has yeah. really cool gunfights and like yeah. dog fights and stuff. And there's cool plane shit going on. Yeah, you don't get any of that with Gone with the Wind. It's just no. it's mostly talking. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not Scarlet I've, trying to change her life for four hours and then she doesn't and then yeah, it's over. Uh, I've seen Gone with the Wind a few times. That's enough for me. Period. Yeah. I saw it, watched it once yeah. and that was enough for me. Yeah. But I, I, well, I, I, And that's I, the thing. It's it's some of these like all-time greats um, because like I genuinely like Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. That is a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's a compelling plot. It's very old but it's a timeless plot because even then it was a period piece. Yeah. And uh, you can understand what's going on. A, a, yeah. a newspaper, a rich newspaper mogul running for you know office, like it's something you can understand even today. Yeah, yeah. And it's beautifully shot. Yeah. And you can kind of put yourself in the time frame of watching it and understanding how crazy it was as like a as a filmed movie. Yeah. Um, God, the wind doesn't offer me anything. Like no. I, I, I can't. My eyes can't see it from its time frame. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it did so incredibly. I mean, like, it's a good-looking movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I just can't, I can't go through it anymore. Um, no. Well, I think a lot of movies, people say they like yeah. them because they're supposed to like them. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I'd rather watch Casablanca, and I don't even want to watch Casablanca. Yeah, the movie's good. Uh, uh, yeah. pretty, pretty much with most of those movies, they're good, but yeah. they're not as good as their reputation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and even then, I remember watching The Godfather for the first time in middle school, of all things, <laughs> and being like, yeah, I guess this is all right. And then I watched it a few years later, and I was like, wait, this is good. I mean, Godfather's not my favorite, but, you know, it's, it's hard when you go back on a movie that has all this hype for it, and... Yeah, and you, you you know I hate those bullshit responses when people are like, "So it was a good," and they're like, "It was entertaining." <laughs> and you're like, "The fuck does that mean?" Because yeah, yeah, people no... usually don't want to be negative. Yeah, I've, I've never been. Uh, yeah, I've never been entertained by Gone with the Wind. No, it's long as fuck. It's long, and it's... the whole point is her changing, and she doesn't change. Yeah, and then it's over. I mean, obviously, fucking Clark Gable's fantastic in that movie. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, like that's all that that's what the movie has going for it is its performances. Yeah, and that's not enough when this movie's that long. Their performances mean nothing when I'm not captivated by the content of... Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see the South's point of view, but yeah. the, the movie doesn't really go into it like the book does. Yeah. Actually, Sergio Leone wanted to make Gun with the Wind the movie. Yeah. Because he thought the movie fucked up. Yeah. And that would have been great. I and... think there's. I think it's one of those things where there's, there's room now for somebody to, like, really, especially now more than ever, to really sort of dig into 
It's a it's a very very political movie, yeah, and it tries to cut out the politics of it, yeah, it does, in a yeah. weird way, and it just doesn't work. Because my we watched it because my wife read the book and she was, loved it, and it was yeah. like, oh, I never really thought yeah. about the South's point of view, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, that is interesting, and like yeah. they thought that like France or that that England was going to come help them yeah. to win the war, and just like stuff like that because it's always from the Norse point of view, obviously, was, and. um and, uh, yeah, and the movie doesn't have any of that in there. Wasn't there a war in that movie? <laughs> What's that from? The Simpsons? Remember when the old folks are... Like, it's the, it's the retirement home edition of Gone with the Wind. And that's after they turn it off and he goes, like, Hans Molman is like, wasn't there a war in that movie? Oh, and, they ta- and they take him off. Don't give me the Hans Molman for <laughs> And now I don't remember that. But, um, yeah, and I think Top Gun is kind of one of those movies where... And it's fun enough, and for most people, you know, for me, I'm watching a movie, I'm looking for something that's going to rock my world that I'm going to be in love with for the rest of my life, and most people are like, yeah, that was a good hour and 90 minutes. Wait, it's, yeah. hour and 90 minutes. <laughs> an hour and yeah, minutes. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an hour and 90 minutes, so three... <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you see the addresses when people yeah. will instead of having the numbers on their house it will be written but then there will be a number in there and you're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. if you're going with the letters you gotta stick with the letters yeah. <laughs> um uh yeah well and, and and there are more entertaining sort of like cold war movies at the time than they're like top guns just sort of fun brainless fun yeah well, like i said it's not worth the I wish it had and success that it got. I, w- I wish it had a message. There's no message. But there's no message because like cuz war movies are at their best when they're showing you it's like it's not that great. Like we're glorifying mm. it, but also like cuz like Goose dies doing training exercises. Accidentally. Yeah, like the, I mean that's stuff that can happen and it's like it's not all, you know, like hey, yeah, woo. Yeah. Yeah. Double high five. Double high five. We got the need for speed, baby. <laughs> Let's go play volleyball. Let's go play some volleyball. Let's gr- let's oil up and play some volleyball. <laughs> Although I, I am kinda sick of war movies being like, you know, this sucks. Like, yeah, we know we've seen But there's nothing else he can do. What else are you gonna do with a war movie? That this is this is great? No, that's not <laughs> Wars, war or just, rules. Or like, just tell the story. Like the, well, Black Hawk Down. There's no. Scott again. But it's showing you that it sucks. It's still totally, showing yeah. you the politics is, of it is showing you that yeah. it sucks. There's well, no way yeah, <laughs> that well, you can't. Ridley Scott said something cool for that. They were like, "Is this an anti or is this an anti-war movie or pro-war?" And he's like, "I think all war movies are anti by default." Yeah, <laughs> which is totally right on. You can't make a. There's no, when you do a pro-war movie, it's always like from one of those like Christian groups or something. Oh it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's never like there's no such there's like a pro-war movie is is tends to just be xenophobic nonsense. Oh yeah. Like, or, yeah, movies that came out during World War Two. Yeah, oh, like yeah, like yeah, it's the stinking like Disney propaganda films or whatever, yeah. of, like showing like Donald Duck giving a wedgie to Hitler or something. That's... <laughs> I, I guess I hate it when they're just like really pushing the message forward. It's like I'd rather just see the story and let it speak for itself because <laughs> the messages are never good when they're shoving it down your throat. Yeah. Again, like Kingdom of Heaven, a lot of messages, but they don't tell you what they are. <laughs> Yes, they do by the very essence of. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. But by not explicitly saying, like we're talking about Top Gun. By there's like the there's no message in this one. It's, no, just everything that's happening. This is actually this is actually as close to being a pro-war movie as you can possibly get because <laughs> yeah. it just kind of makes it look mostly cool. Some yeah. whoopsies happen along the way, but for the most part, everyone's kind of having a good time and yeah. enjoying themselves. And we got to shoot down a couple of ruskies. Yeah. Well, like you said, there's like any. 
theme or message in this movie, they say it. In most good movies, they're just kind of there. Like, Apocalypse Now you watch, and you're like, is this about anything? I feel like I should be thinking something, which I am, but you're like, but I like it when they do that, when it's just layered with there stuff. Is, there is zero subtlety in Apocalypse Now, man. Oh, there's a lot of subtlety in that movie. No, there is not. When it comes to the message of that film, there is no... Su- when you meet the main character, he's a drunkard in a hotel room punching a mirror, you know? Like, I, I thought you meant Brando, and like, he's not drinking that movie. <laughs> like yeah, there's no, there's not an ounce of subtlety. Oh, in that oh I movie. mean, maybe not with the the overall message, but just all the different layers that are going on in it. <laughs> None of them are subtle. <laughs> not an ounce of them are subtle. You want them to be because you kind of hate that part of movies. But, but oh, that movie's got so many layers to it. Yeah, none of them are subtle. They're all subtle. <laughs> They're not, not a single one. I just watched that also. <laughs> But Top Gun, it's just like, hey, join the Navy, see the world, shoot down some reds. Uh, be Top Gun. Be Top Gun. Don't follow the rules. Don't follow the rules, and you too can be second place. <laughs> and bang your teacher. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't really the teacher. She was just more of a... Uh, she was more like the teacher's assistant. She was the TA. That's, that's true. The TA. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> but that's... That's. I think we can't talk about Top Gun anymore. I don't think so. I, I think we've. I think we've rung the top. I, I think we passed that twenty minutes ago. Yeah, I think. I think we rang the Top Gun <laughs> towel dry here. Uh, the sequel comes out sometime. Yeah. I think it's pushed to next year at this point now. Yeah, I think everything is now. Uh, well, they just announced right now that Mulan is going to launch. Uh, oh yeah. In next month, when we're recording this, uh, uh, and you're yeah. going to be able to spend thirty dollars on it, so there you go. Uh, I'm just mad that uh, the Matrix Four got shut down. Yeah, well, or got delayed. I should got say. delayed, but everything got delayed. Oh it's, yeah, no, I'm just saying that's the only one I'm really, really looking. I'm trying to, to think. There was something else that I was bummed out. I was like, oh come on, we're so close. We're just so close. Just do this to me. <laughs> like, go to Australia and make it. You can yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's somewhere there's there's somewhere you could go. Go other places where their leaders aren't complete fucking imbeciles <laughs> and actually treating this like it's a real thing. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know what we're gonna do next. We'll do something. It's Oops. been a while. We'll do a good one. We'll do a good we'll one. Do Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or Jaws. I just watched that a couple times. I don't think we could do either of those. We just spent <laughs> most of this talking about Kingdom of Heaven. We talked about Kingdom of Heaven just as much as we talked about Top Gun. <laughs> and. There's nothing to be said about Jaws that nobody is... Totally. There's, there's absolutely zero talk about Jaws. Nobody has nobody has sat down and talked about, like, the Dark Tower or whatever. <laughs> or or Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> but, uh, that, yeah. would, that would involve me going out and buying Kingdom of Heaven, and it's just not going to happen right now. Uh, we'll figure it out. There'll be something. something. I, I like going into this sort of... I, I, I either want to go in these weird, like, pop culture bubbles or going for a deep cut somewhere but yeah deep cuts are where it's at and deep cuts are where it's at really but it's it's hard to find exactly what the deep cut's gonna be yeah uh, I think we need to like find a horror movie or something at some now at this point we've done a lot of like action and suspense movies or something yeah some like we can you know thrillers yeah thrillers we'll, we'll find a no, we'll watch we'll watch uh Oh man, I just thought of one. Uh, well, I'm not going to say it here, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll figure it out. I noticed we lately have spent a lot of time talking about what we're going to do next, and then we don't. Do we it. don't. We don't do the movie next. I think we, we did do it with uh, something, and I don't remember. I think it was Dark Tower. I think we said we were going to do Dark. No, we said we were going to do a Stephen King movie next. And you, we did, and we did. We so. did. 
there we go. But, so next time, we like to just sort of focus on, like, chances of doing a Tom Cruise movie again in the near future is low. We like to sort of focus on, like, one, like, we did our Hitchcock movie. Oh, yeah, yeah We yeah. could easily do another Hitchcock movie at any time, but we yeah. sort of talked about Hitchcock at nauseum. That's sort of the fun of it. Like, yeah. this is Tom Cruise's major... We didn't really talk about We didn't talk about Tom Cruise at all. We I kind we of focused on everyone nothing. else. But nothing but about, Tom Cruise. But... I talked about Kingdom of Heaven way more than Tom Cruise. Yeah. If we'll find another Tom Cruise movie, we'll do Mission Impossible and then just turn it to the Tom Cruise show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But until then, thank you all once again yep. for joining us. You know what? Oh, what's a need for speed? Need for speed. That doesn't work. That just doesn't work. What, what about situation. the I am dangerous? I am, da- I am dangerous. <laughs> I am dangerous. There you go. <laughs>